Welcome to Power Play. I'm B Zelda, but in Port Ruby, I'm known as Ulez Gali. What you are about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you would like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash qtimes. Or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Welcome to Power Play. Uh, I'm Rick Bud, and um, these uh, amazing superheroes you see before us um, are, uh, let's see, let's, uh, Ulez Galli, um, uh, uh, sorry, B Zelda as Ulez Galli. I mean, um, that's interchangeable. Uh, yeah, B, B has a real name, and it is B, uh, Zelda. Um, hi, B. Uh, and Omar Najam as um, Beyond Vigor. Uh, Caitlin Brewer, who's playing Benny Beckett, and uh, of course the amazing Sam Delev, uh back with us now, um, uh, playing Cadrax, Dr. Caden D'Alto. Hi, Sam. Hello. We Mike lost Cadrax, Sam. Only human. We lost Sam to some unfortunate tech problems last week, but they are back. Um, so, uh, first, I want to throw out, as usual, special thanks to Jake and Lauren and everybody at Q Times. Uh, those people do so much, you have no idea, and uh, it is only because of them that we are able to do this show. Uh, so thank you to all those people. Um, and your subs and your bits help support Q Times, and your donations to the tip jar uh, help go uh, go to the people here on the screen. Uh, we call that our uh, Feed the Cast Fund. And uh, to that end, as usual, we have uh, rewards, uh, which are pretty much the same as they always are. Uh, $50, the team gets a point of community determination. Uh, they have one banked from last week, I think. Um, at uh, $150, if we get to $150 um, in-game, our team has a mysterious benefactor who provides them with all kinds of cool little gifts. Uh, and uh, we know outside of the game that that mysterious benefactor is you, the chat. And this week, uh, the mysterious benefactor can provide the team with a voice stress analyzer, uh, which is plus one to intelligence when detecting lies. Um, now, I'm going to lay down a thing here. It's, it's actually, it's kind of big, so it's not like portable. You can't walk around with it everywhere, but if you can get someone to sit down on it like a lie detector, it gives you plus one. Um, or, or you can get somebody, you know, within its radius. How much um, strength to pick it up, though? How much strength to pick it up? Uh, I don't know, but I will figure that out. <laughs> uh, good, good, good question, Sam Delo. Um, uh, and uh, if we get to two hundred and fifty dollars, uh, then of course there's the after credits lore drop, um, uh, which is a revealing glimpse of some unseen part of our universe. And uh, you know, we, we got a cool one for this week. Um, so uh, if you can't, um, you can always see those tiers in chat with the command unlocks. And uh, if you can't help us out that way, you can. You know, always help us out by liking and commenting on our YouTube videos or rating our podcast or sharing our tweets and stuff like that. And now for a limited time, you can get uh, PowerPlay merchandise. We got T-shirts and stickers with uh, Caitlin's uh, amazing art on it and uh, the logo that our buddy Hector Lowe made for us. Um, and uh, those are uh, at the Q Times Teespring store, which uh, Jake, I think, will throw the link in the chat for. Um and uh, yeah, the game we play here is called Icons. It's published by Ad Infinitum. It was created by a guy named Steve Kenson. You can find him on Twitter at S Kenson. Very cool dude uh, uh, whose you know, uh, feed is just basically like uh, beating up on Donald Trump 24 seven. I don't even know if this guy works. I think he just tweets about how much he hates Trump, you know. Um, and uh, the book edition's published by Green Ronin. They've been out of stock. I don't know if it's back, but you can always get it as a PDF. Um, Power, uh, blah, 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 sorry, uh, 
I'm trying to read too fast. Okay, please follow us at the PowerPlay uh, at PowerPlay RPG on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, PowerPlay is now available as a podcast, uh, and you can find that um, wherever fine pods are cast. Uh, and uh, those are the announcements for now. Although, what I do have to say is we are going to have one more very big announcement to make at the end of the show. And when I say the end of the show, I mean like all the way at the end of the show. So if, if y'all open up the lore drop for us tonight, this announcement's so big, it even comes after the lore drop. Uh, so um, stick around for the big announcement. And uh, that is it. Those are the announcements. Time for Power Play. We're back. Um, so yeah, welcome to PowerPlay. And we just realized that um, a couple of our cast members here actually got some of those PowerPlay stickers, uh, which you can see there. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, Caitlin's got one. I think Omar's got one. I also um, have the shirt too. Oh, Caitlin's got the shirt. My stuff hasn't come yet. Did. Ah, I forgot it was on my desk. I'm good at promoting things. Woo. Oh my God. I want, oh my God, I want mine so bad. Um, so yeah, PowerPlay merchandise. But forget that for now. We're getting back into this. Um, so previously on PowerPlay, uh, after their pod initiated a memory recall, Ulez Galley awoke to her her hear a uh, very strange beeping sound coming from their ship. Uh, meanwhile, Benny Beckett chose not to look inside of an envelope that was alleged to contain the uh, name and address of her biological father. Um, the team spent the day on the town. Uh, bonding, supporting each other, talking about art, philosophy, music, science, mortality, pretty much everything. Uh, and uh, then that was interrupted by a call from supervillain Curtis Haber, who uh, told Vion that he was tired of being a fugitive and he was ready to surrender to authorities and uh, wanted the team's help getting that done since he trusted them. Uh, the team set up a meeting with Haber and they even spoke with their friend Audrey Reeves about representing him in court. But before Haber could turn himself in, he was abducted by two people in green robes who teleported just out of nowhere and grabbed him and then disappeared again back into nowhere. And we pick up pretty much right there on the evening of November 9th, 2020. Um, Audrey Reeves, who you called in connection with Curtis Haber's surrender, has come down to Doran Park to meet you, and Kadrax has arrived as well. Uh, and Audrey kind of taking in what you told her about what you saw us. Okay, so let me just get this straight. People in green robes teleported or appeared or something out of nowhere, and they grabbed... Curtis Haber and then vanished. Do I, do I have all that? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, that's I have, accurate. I have a question for the GM. So we can do a retcon, like a small fact. 
back from the last episode if I spend determination. How many points is that to spend? Uh, you spend one point of determination. You can retcon something as long as it doesn't explicitly clash with anything else that was set up or said. Could I have been recording? Oh, like filming? Yeah. Like if we were going to film his, uh, this is what I want so he can't go back on it so that we could show them I have the quality, can't turn the camera off. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so good. Right yeah, out of the gate. I'll, okay, I'll tell you what. Um, I've been thinking about this all week. <laughs> because you have that quality, I'm going to say you, you were pulling your phone or your camera out as Curtis was walking towards you, and you managed to capture a very brief glimpse of yeah, the people so in the green robes, right? Them, you, there were people like, who weren't with us with our party, so. Yeah, it's not like a perfect still shot that captures the whole action. You just get kind of like enough so that you can, you know, kind of maybe show it to Audrey, right? And and, and she's looking at it. It's like, okay, uh, huh. Uh, hang on, make sure to take your point of determination for that. Okay. Um, well. Be helpful, but now we have it. <laughs> I've been in this city a lot of years, but that is a new one on me. Um. I'll see if I can dig anything up, but uh, I'm a little old to be suiting up uh, quite this often these days, so I think you're probably mostly on your own here. Um, however, I did check out your buddy Detective Leon Neal for you, though. Uh, oh, yeah? And, yeah, my source says that he has got an internal affairs file as thick as an encyclopedia. Uh, and in a city like Port Ruby... That means somebody really wants to get rid of him, which means he's either very crooked or he's very not. He might be trustworthy. And be careful, but I don't know. That's what I've got for you. Great. I'll keep on it. You let me know if you figure out what happened to Haber or anything along the lines of those guys in the green robes. Uh, And... For God's sake, consider getting yourself some masks or something. And then she looks over to Ula's. Nice cape, though. Thank you. She smiles at Ula's and then departs. She noticed my cape. Yeah, she really liked it. Very inspired. So is there anything else you'd like to do here at the park or, you know fallout from this incident right now. We didn't get the chance to look at it. It's like ended right after the last episode ended right after he left. So I think Vion tried to scan the ground to see if he could find, but he he was unable to find a spot that really gave him a reading. That's right. That's right. I mean, do we have nothing left? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Uh, I mean, I not having been there, but having video recording and access to the site itself, I I want to at least do a cursory walkthrough of the exact area where it happened, see, like, this is my one opportunity to see the site firsthand for myself. I'm, of course, going to look around, um, informed by the video. Um, why don't you roll and make, uh, let's call it, since it's an investigation, make an intellect roll. Absolutely. 
That's five plus six. Yes, 11. 11, all right. Oh, I, I also got a six. So what I'll say is that uh, you, um, you know, you walk around and you kind of get your angles and take everything in. You don't notice anything new, but you feel like you've got your bearings on what went down. Or at least you now know as much as the rest do. All right. Okay. And uh, on that, um, yeah, uh, it's, it, you know, it, it is now evening. It is late in the evening. Are you headed home? Are you, what's the next move for y'all? Do we reconvene in the morning or do we want to keep looking? I don't even know what to do from here. It, I mean, honestly, since, you know, I don't specifically need a lot of sleep, uh, I, I could head to like a, library or something like that and maybe do some research i mean the only lead we have right now is green robes uh, we didn't really get anything else so yeah uh you know unless anyone's opposed to that i i can kind of start getting those wheels turning i don't imagine you know i'll get a whole lot but i'm a private eye so at least you know kind of goes in line with that i think that makes sense I do find myself wondering, who has motive to snatch Curtis Haber and none of the rest of us? Yeah. Most of the people who know about Curtis also know about us. Right. And yet we're only interested in him. And it was right before he wanted to turn himself in? Does someone I not want him to do that or was that coincidence that it was right then and there oh were we believing that he intended that truthfully he seems pretty yeah beautiful. that was the reading i got how about you Ulez? yeah his heart rate was very high but i think that seems to be normal for him he is a man that is constantly stressed yeah I'll see if I can think of anybody we could ask who might have motive. Yeah. What's I, that website that like conspiracy board website that I've looked at before? I'm trying to find the name network? of it. The, the Whisper Network, yeah. Whisper Network. Can I look up, see if I see anything about mm. people talking about green robes or anything about teleportation in the last, I don't know, I've... I don't know how long the site's been up, but recently and then further if I can't find anything. Uh, sure. Um, tell you what, make a int intellect roll. Okay. Should, uh, I'm never going to bump that stat. It's always going to feel bad to roll an intellect roll. Um, let's roll my coffee dice. Coffee dice. Coffee dice. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Five, uh, you, you you scan around, you know, the Whisper Network, and um, you, you you don't you don't catch anything about guys in green, you know, people in green robes. Um, you, you you see a couple of uh, a couple of archived, unrelated incidents about people who seem to appear out of nowhere and disappear into nowhere, but they don't seem to have any. Otherwise, it's like you know, these can just be dime a dozen rumors or, or you know, yeah. urban legend kind of stuff. Do any of those have locations? Uh, 
Not for five, they don't. <laughs> that's, okay, that's fair. I'm just asking. <laughs> um, Vion, are you trying to go to the library? Yeah, I'm going to head to the library and start to do a little bit of research. Okay. Um, I'll invite Ulez. If that's in, of any interest to you, uh, you, you you absolutely don't have to come. You have a copy of uh, the key to my apartment, so you can also just you know go hang out. I think I would prefer that. I have been ruminating on trying to repair my ship. It has been bothering me for some time. Yeah, absolutely. We'll go chill. Um, you know where everything is, so just let me know if anything I comes do. up. I will use our communicator. Hold up my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I'll have mine on silent. Uh, by the way, uh, it looks like uh, the chat has uh, opened up your point of community determination. So I'm putting that in your bank. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, and uh, yeah, the next tier is at $150. Uh, the team gets uh, a voice stress analyzer plus one to the intelligence of whoever is using it when they are using it to detect lies. Uh, thank you so much. Um, all right, Vian, you and you head to the library. Ulez, you head back uh, to the apartment. Um, yeah. Kadrax and Benny, you are headed home for the night, or? I am unfortunately human, and it would probably be detrimental if I stayed up all night, so I will go be human and take a human sleep. Kadrax, you are quite not human. (laughs) How dare you, sir? (laughs) I returned to the hospital, untired by petty circadian rhythms, nonetheless. Yeah. While being uh, extremely human, extraordinary. Notably, uh, I think if I have a spare moment, I might just go back and give Curtis Haber's medic, like see if Curtis Haber was ever checked in under his own name in the hospital, just to see if I could drum up any other leads for someone who might have motive by way of having put him there. We don't know very much about the man other than... Well, a few people I can't really ask right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, so let's go through all that. Benny, you hop on the subway and you are headed home. Uh, to I factory. do. I would like to send that before I forget that fo- that video clip or whatever. Like if it's like a three second clip, so everyone has it. If everyone's doing their own research, I want to make sure I give everybody that. So I want to make sure I say that. Sorry, continue. Yeah, absolutely, you are uh, you are all credited with having the photo, and you uh, had jump on the subway to head back home to, uh, to Warehouse City. Um, Cadrax, uh, you go to the hospital. And what, I'm, what I'll say is, uh, as you are walking into the hospital, one thing you notice immediately is uh, there seems to be now some huge construction project going on in garage number two. <laughs> you, you know how they often have fences and that like green plastic stuff so you can't climb the fences and then a sign of the construction company usually made in cardboard with a free font sure what does the font say uh it says battle construction I feel like it's written in copperplate gothic. Yes. That's canon there. Uh, oh, wow. I see a lot of sans serif uh, cheap font for these signs as well. Very well. How about comic sans? Uh, so, um, 
So stop trying to kill my character. <laughs> By the way, it looks like the chat has now opened up your mysterious benefactor uh, gift. So thank you so much, everybody. Um, and you have a voice stress analyzer uh, that uh, Ulez you will find uh, on the doorstep when you get back. Um, thank you so much, everyone. That just leaves the after credits lore drop. If we get to 250, uh, it is a pretty cool one tonight. Um, and uh, yeah, so you pass by the construction sign for battle construction and uh, head on into the hospital and you make your way to the records room or the, you know, the nurse's station where they, they're in charge of records. And um, you, uh, you run into, um, uh, let's say, Nurse um, Wheeler. Dr. D'Alto, can I help you? I was hoping to look through the patient records, but uh, I'm going to look very quickly to see uh, her coffee status. Like, mm -hmm. is the mug full? Is the mug empty? Like, before I even interact with this nurse on any asking a favor level, surroundings, what can you do for the nurse? Make an intellectual. Oh, thank you, Di. That's a 12. <laughs> um, okay, so you look around, you don't see any coffee cups, but you do see a garbage can nearby, and in the garbage can, uh, you can see what, what looks like, like a full sandwich that's just been, like, thrown in there. I was hoping to go through some patient records, but how, how are you doing? Did your lunch not agree? Can I get you something? <sighs> Well, I was about to eat my sandwich um, when uh, uh, Dr. R Rivera walked by and uh, knocked um, a, a tray of samples onto it. So I've got nothing right now. I am not on shift for another 20 minutes. Let me go grab something for you while you're on the floor. Oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, and uh, she reaches for her wallet. And, um, you know, it's, Don't worry uh, I, about it. I'll be right back. Thank you, doctor. Uh, and you get the sandwich and you bring it back. And uh, we'll say she gave you the order and it is exactly what she wants. And she just looks and she's like, oh, my God. She takes like a bite. She's like, I'm starving. Thank you so much. You know, I've always liked you. Then I'm doing my job. I was hoping to go through the patient records very quickly. I'm doing a follow-up on Ajanda. We now have his name. Well, you know, I can't let you back there, but uh, if you just uh, leave me the name, uh, I'll be happy to uh, search it for you. Uh, once we connect them, he was my patient, so I should be able to get access to the records. Oh, um, she, yeah, um, yeah, and she buzzes you past the desk. Uh, then I will uh, get into the system. I will link our John Doe to Curtis Saber. Okay. Um, like, good medical records are important. Make another intellectual. Sure. I swear, I don't know. Um, 11. 11. I'm so um, scared now. Curtis That's Haber fine. does have a file uh, under his own name. Um, in the, the most recent entries in it are you know, at least five or six years old, you know, there is a couple of broken bones, broken nose, uh, you know, a stab wound, uh, yeah, clearly uh, the kind of injuries you might expect an organized crime bruiser to accrue just in the line of 
his job, but there doesn't seem to be anything in it that you don't know so far. Um, and with that, Ulez, uh, you arrive um, back uh, at uh, Vian's apartment and you find uh, a, a package from your mysterious benefactor uh, that has a uh, voice stress analyzer in it. And, uh, oh my God, I think, holy God, the, the third goal is open. Uh, what? Thank you so much, everybody. Um, wow, oh my God, I'm so excited. This is a good large drop too. I really want to do this one. Um, thank you so much, everyone. Uh, so yeah, Ulez, you you show up and uh, anything you want to do while you're home right now? I mean, much like Vian always does when he finds those packages, uh, just down the hallway. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I'll bring it inside and throw it on the couch. Um, and I'm going to go through the routine as I've always done. So I'm going to start making some coffee. Um, not do anything with it. I just enjoy making it. Um, spritz some of the plants. Um, and then I want to, like, Ulysses is going to go into uh, Vion's bathroom. Uh, what kind like, do you have like a large mirror? Like, what's your, do you, like, the cabinet mirror? What's your setup, Vion? Um, you know, I, I left my corporeal life behind in, in many ways. Uh, but I, I think, you know, Ghost Vion is still has a decent amount of vanity. So I would say that there's a good, there's a good mirror. Like a nice wide mirror. Yeah, there's a mirror. And then maybe because Vion, uh, I'm just basing this off of myself. I think that he has also lined it with like a nice light around the mirror. So it's just like very complimentary. Perfect. Um, and so they'll step inside and kind of take a second to like look at their own reflection for a little bit. Um, and if there's one thing that poor Ulez has listened to and heard time and time and time and time again is why do you look like that? What are you going to a convention? And then insert references that they just don't get. Um, so while standing in front of the mirror, they're going to remove their visor um, which will show like underneath, like they have eyes. Um, and I'm going to base it very, very similarly. You can see like circuits around their eyes. There's just like white rings that go all the way around. And then instead of a black, there's just like this bright white light, um, kind of similar to what they have in their hand. Um, but they're going to leave the visor from their helmet on the counter and then walk away and go to the warehouse. <sighs> Yeah. Oh my God. And you, you head out of the house and, uh, as you, um, walk down the street, it is, it is late at night. There aren't a lot of people out and it's dark and, you know, and it's night in the city. So it's like kind of, as you pass by people, it's like not as many people seem to notice. Um, and, uh, some of the ones that do, it's like, you get a couple of like, you know, Hey, you know, love, love the look. Uh, and, and then, you know, you get a couple of like weird looks and, uh, it's, it's a little different. Now you connect with people's eyes a little bit more since you don't have that visor, they can see your eyes and, and, and there's now a different feeling to it as those eyes connect with your own as they go by and they, you know, they see a little bit more of the person there. Um, and, uh, yeah, you make your way, uh, to carpet storage in Yard Hill, uh, and I will say, Sandy let you know, uh, sent you a text w which storage locker your um, pod is in. And, uh, and, and and you had to go work on your pod a little bit. Um, I hugged and, it first. Very important. Oh, you hugged your pod. And, um, and, and, and as you hug the pod, you can hear that that weird little fast high, you know, that kind of complex high speed beeping is still coming from inside. 
And, and as you go to work on it, um, Theon, you arrive at the library. And uh, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm just going to narrate you through, you know, you walk into the library and find your way to the research section and um, tell you what, let's make an intellect roll to see how your research goes on. Ooh. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. I forgot I boosted up my intellect a whole bunch in season one. Yes, you uh, did. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Um, can I add... Can I add on top of that investigator? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Of course, yeah. Okay. That's a 10. 10. All right. So that... Okay, that's a major success. Um, and you don't find a lot, but you do find... Uh, you spend some time searching, and, and there's like a research library. There's a weirdo research librarian um, uh, named... Um, uh, Peter Alameda, and uh, he, uh, he he sort of he's the night shift guy, and you know he, he just you know he gets super excited about anything anybody asks him for, and you know he spends the time just being like oh maybe something in this and maybe something in that, and he just keeps pulling pulling books down, and eventually he finds you something. Um, uh, it is a very fleeting reference, um, but he finds you a fleeting reference to a mysterious order uh, called the Solidarity of Man, and. Uh, there is a record of them having burned over 70 people accused of witchcraft in uh, pre-colonial Port Ruby. Uh, and his records in, you know, this, this brief paragraph sort of just mentions that uh, they, all records of them seem to have, reports of them seem to end by 1772. So solidarity of man is what you get. S-O-L-I-D-A-R-Y of M-A-N, man. Uh, and yeah, and that was and, and the librarian's name is Peter. Is that right? Yeah. Um, you can call me Pete. Oh well, thank you, Pete. I'm Vion. Uh, nice to meet you. Thank you very much for this. Oh, but this is what I do. Uh, are you into? Are you just into topics in general, or, or it's, it's sort of like the the unknown and uh, and and paranormal and occult? Uh, does that interest you specifically? Oh, well, everything interests me specifically. Uh, It's just, uh, for me, it's about the research. I am a research artist. It is about knowing where to look and feeling in tune with the books. That, you know, Pete, that's amazing. I really like that. I'm a private investigator, and I I often kind of look into cases uh, to to help people specifically. Uh, That's fantastic. do, do you like Raymond Chandler or, or Stanley Gardner or Agatha Christie? What are, what are, what are you into? <laughs> if you want to sit down and grab a cup of coffee and talk about Agatha Christie, it's going to take us a couple hours. Let me tell you that. Let me put it that way. All right. <laughs> By Any the time. Thumb, I probably I probably have it memorized. All right. <laughs> so listen. And, and- he gives you a business card. He's like, you just call me anytime. It's like, I work the night shift. So I'm available for lunches and coffees and anything during the day. Breakfast, brunch. Pete, I just got to say, you just made my night. This is great, man. I really appreciate it. This is great. I'm so glad I met you, Pete. I'm so glad I met you, Vion. And he, you know, kind of gives you a hearty handshake. All right. Well, yeah, we, we will be in touch. I'll talk to you very soon. You have a great rest of your night. You too, friend. And he kind of gives you a big hearty wave. Um, and uh, yeah. And let's see now. 
let's say that that ends the night. Um, but Ulez, you've spent the entire evening at Sandy Carpus facility, uh, working on the pod and, uh, oh, about, I don't know, six or 7 AM the next morning, uh, Sandy himself kind of wanders in. He's like, Hey, what are you doing here so early? Greetings. Oh, I have not left. Huh? Well, I was uh, about to head back uh, uh, to uh, the apartment uh, so that we could uh, do some crayon drawing. Um, yes. I, this box is down to its stubs. You want to help me uh, uh, finish them off? Yes, please. I would love to make coffee as well. And, and then you stop because in your head, something clicks. Uh, it, something about what he said, where he, where he said, you want to help me? Um, it kind of just kind of jars something in your head. And, and so you've been trying to figure out that beeping sound now for like three weeks and you rolled. And uh, based on uh, that result, uh, Sandy's words kind of trigger a memory for you. Now, all the memories you've recovered so far have been from very early in your life. So this one is very strange as it seems to be from fairly recently. And uh, your system, your internal system speaks to you. Um, Signal reconstructed. It appears to be a message. Would you like to hear it? Please play message. And you hear some static. And then in the static, you hear Earth. Help. I. Eight. Earth. Help. I. Eight. Earth. And between each of those words, there's kind of static and little jumps and stuff. It, definitely missing part of the message. Um, but that's what you can hear of it. And, and then suddenly when it stops, you know you have heard this before and it all comes back to you. This is why you came to Earth. You received a garbled SOS and you came here to save somebody. Sandy. How yeah. are transmissions sent to space from your planet? Transmissions sent to space? Um, it's not really my department. Uh, if you, you know, need to know something about uh, uh, watercolors, I can help you out. We could paint uh, like an antenna that sends things to space. But um, that's pretty much where my expertise ends. Uh, I, I got to admit, uh, science is uh, not my thing. Uh, my mom was into astrology a little. Sandy? Yeah. And Ulysses is going to put their arm, their hand on, uh, on Sandy's shoulder. I must break our plans this morning. I apologize. However, I think I have determined why I'm here. Why are you here? There was a distress signal and I wanted to help. It sounded so sad. Huh. Do you have a beacon where distress signals can be sent out? How? And let's uh, take a look around at just like the primitive technology just all around them. How do you, do you travel in space often? I mean, I don't, uh, you know, humans uh, have been to space. Uh, you know, there's uh, NASA, uh, which I think is in, 
I don't know, Houston or something. Uh, and uh, it, um, they, they send up rockets and shuttles and stuff. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I you know, I, not really, a, like I said, a, not really a science guy. Uh, but, I speak um, to this NASA. Um, May you I, communicate with them? And I'm going to pull out my phone. Uh, I, uh, probably not. I can give we can maybe go try and look up at a, like a public information number or something, but, um, I don't know anybody there. Uh, NASA is not one entity. NASA is many. I honestly don't know. You know, this sounds like a job for your friend Vion. Um, maybe we should go find him. Now. Please, will you bring me back? And he does. And uh, as you were on the way back, um, uh, your your uh, system uh, starts um, dredging up. I tell you what, make an intellect roll. Yeah. I mean, I'm good at this. Oopsies, that wasn't a good roll though. Um, seven. Seven total. Total. <laughs> Do you wanna? All right. Do you want to spend a point of determination to try and make a second effort at that? I think so. I think I would like that. I didn't keep track of how many I have. I uh, you, you are topped out right now. You got three as far as at least on my oh, count. So okay. Oh, because new season we've got. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's reset at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to use that point of determination. <laughs> you know, I'm learning still. I'm getting there. Yeah, no, sometimes uh, I help out to remind people that they got that option. Um, you, you can always spend a point of determination to make a second effort at something. Um, it doesn't have to be based on one of your special or one of your qualities or just to reroll? No, I, I think you can just spend the point of determination to make a second uh, effort as long as it's something that allows for a second effort. So it's like if you were trying to sneak around and you got spotted, you can't make a second effort because once you're spotted, you're spotted. But, you know, if you're trying to like punch somebody and you miss, you can theoretically throw a second punch, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. That's a 10 this time. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, so yeah, your system, um, when you were headed to earth, your system manages to track down uh, the longitude and latitude that you had uh, pinned this transmission to. And uh, I will give you that, although I'm not going to hold you to the, you know, the exact numbers. Uh, your longitude was 40.579667. And the latitude was minus seventy three point nine five six zero six two. And I don't, uh, I don't know how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you are able to quickly determine from your interior system that that is a location in the south of Baronsdale, uh, almost as far south as you can get, um, in a, a neighborhood uh, that will say that you are able to determine just from looking it up on a map on your phone is called Percy Beach. Uh, Jake, do we have the South Baronsdale map? Can you throw that up for a couple of minutes? And uh, yeah, and then you have that all figured out by the time you reach home. And uh, Vion will say you have long since come back from the library and you are there when Sandy brings in Ulez. Hey, Vion, um, do you, uh, here, uh, they need you to call somebody at NASA. Um, I'll see you later. Um, I got to go uh, work on a thing. And, and, and he, and he kind of ducks out the door. Bye, Sandy. Yeah, bye, Sandy. Thanks for 
swinging by. Well, honestly, that was one of the more polite drop-bys of Sandy, if I'm being completely honest. (laughs) We were supposed to color this morning and watch some news. However, I had to break our plans. Vion, I received a distress signal over one week from when I arrived here. That is my purpose. That is what brought me here. I am not merely driven by my prime directive to research plants, but there was a distress signal. Can you contact one or multiple of the entities that reside or are NASA? Um, I, I don't have a, a personal line of contact with NASA per se, um, but we can give them a call, I'm sure. Um, do you know which like NASA hub? I'm pretty sure there's one... Down south in the Panhandle, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of shuttles take off from there. Uh, There's also JPL back on the West Coast. You're doing that thing that I do not understand. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, let me boil that uh, right down real quick outside of all those pesky details. Uh, There's a few different locations of NASA, but we we can give them a call. Um, So essentially, someone from NASA sent out a message out to space, a distress signal? No, I had asked Sandy where, who, or what would have the capability to be able to send a distress signal out to space. If it has reached my sensors, if it reached my ship and I was able to pinpoint the longitude and latitude in which it was located, in which the signal was emitted, I, I have to believe that only uh, uh, an entity with the technology to be able to do so could do that. And uh, your world possesses not a lot in the way of uh, advanced technology. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's yeah, that's fair. Actually, all things considered. Um, but if you have the latitude and longitude of the the source of that call, why don't we go to that source? I think that might be logical. I often forget the most obvious steps. Oh no! I mean, hey, I'll, we can call NASA. <laughs> I'm not opposed, uh, but I guess we can go check that out first. And then um, I-, I just met the most charming individual last night. We had a really great time. And uh, honestly, I think that if we have to come, if we have to find any information about contacting NASA, I'm, I'm throwing it to Pete. Any opportunity I have to throw something to Pete, I'm doing it. That, that kid's, that kid's great. I just love that kind of attitude. So uh, yeah, let's, let's head to the, uh, do you know the exact location of where the signal came from? I do. The longitude was 40.5728, and the latitude was minus 73.65002. Okay, yeah. I, I, let me quickly type that into my computer to see exactly what that means. Oh, that I have it on in- my phone. Oh, <laughs> well, all right. Well, great. I just saved a bunch of time. I've let's, been learning. Uh, let's see what the others are up to, and then uh, if anyone wants to join on this little adventure... And, uh, and if it's just you and me, then it's just one of our typical Ulez, uh, you know, Vion outings. So I must say, I, I do not want to detract from the, the Curtis Haber. I understand the threat that he might pose to a lot of your people. However, I would really love to determine this. Yeah, I've kind of come to uh, as far as I could go on the road um, in terms of research. So unless something else pops up. I've just got a name to follow, so I'm just going to keep open ears, but you're not detracting from my own stuff. Don't worry about that, Ulez, but I appreciate you saying it. Thank you. Um, yeah, we let's call Benny and uh, put her on speakerphone. 
Yeah. Do I have work today? <laughs> um, let's just say that uh, you're involved. You letting Dino be involved in your power hunt has made him very uh, pliable when it comes to you taking time off. You know, he doesn't want to get on your bad side because he wants All to stay right. in the loop. All right, I do need to pay rent. However, I will if I am doing okay. Still on days of work, I skipped this one. Um, I'll 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 hop out with my friends. And, uh, okay. Uh, great. Well, let's, uh, go ahead and page Dr. D'Alto and see if they're interested. And then you're we call at- the doc and put them on speakerphone. <laughs> yeah, doc, you're at the hospital. You get paged and, uh, um, they put you on the phone with Vion. Uh, I think Dr. D'Alto has learned not to take speakerphone calls with Vion in while in surgery, just in case. Like this is not a secure method of communications. And now that we are doing operations together, communication security is a factor that I must be mindful of. Uh, so if I'm not currently doing a procedure, I will take this call otherwise. Uh, Let's say I, you're coming. Let's say you're coming out of a procedure to keep things simple for right now. Perfect, and, love uh, it. I'm yeah. doing paperwork. Great, amazing. So much paperwork. Uh, yeah. Yes. Hey, good morning, Doc. How's it going? Going well. Great. Ulez is here as well. Hello. Hello, Ulez. How was your morning? Fabulous. I have news, but I will let Vion speak first. Oh, yeah. Well, all I was going to say was that Ulez has some news. And then I was going to throw it back to you, Ulez. Thank you. Thank I you have for the news. Um, why don't we consider the news relayed? Uh, so that we don't have to just keep over. repeating it over. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rick? Mm-hmm. So assuming all news is is fully relayed and all exposition expositated, uh, do I know anything about Percy Beach as a location? Um, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. All right. Yeah, if you were thinking if that if is that where the Knights of the Blue uh, went? I mean, uh, no. look, it did yeah. occur. The no, thought it's, it's, did occur. I was it, thinking it, the same, to be honest. I was thinking maybe it was like your old I mean, leader. Honestly, no, I, I do. I do still want to listen to the signal myself and see if perhaps, given my relative proficiency with oral analysis, I might be able to lend some greater understanding or at least interpret whether it was one of. My people. Ah, the message is broken, and I have to record it from my internal frequency to the external. Let me hold my phone up to my head. Uh, record. I'll meet you at the rendezvous point for ideal signal clarity and not the degradation produced by the human communication devices. Ah. I look up at a nurse. I look back at my paperwork. <laughs> yeah, there's some nurses just like... <sighs> Shakes, shakes their head at you and just goes back to writing. Uh, um, so, all right. 
you are all meeting up now, um, right? That is the plan here. So why don't we, I don't know, um, how do you want to do this? You want to, oh, ooh, you want to like jump in your van and just like pick everybody up? That sounds perfect. Cool. Uh, wait and use the van. Um, all right. So yeah, you, you pick up Benny uh, over in Warehouse City uh, and you, you swing by and get uh, Cadrax uh, from the hospital. And uh, Cadrax, you, you get to hear the recording. Uh, Earth, help. I hate. Does it sound like Sonifel? Make a intellect roll. Uh, I want to spend a point of determination, not from around here. <laughs> oh, okay. Or uh, I have my oath. Either one. Or I'll work no play. I don't care. Something. Determination. Spend. W- Is it Sonifel? I would say any of those, or at least at least two of those could apply. So let's say spend. Uh, okay, what is that? What's your total there? Uh, I haven't rolled the die yet because I'm nervous. Oh. I just yeah. wanted to know how how uh, I rolled the die now. Oh, traitor! Uh, two on the dice plus two from determination plus six from intellect, so ten. Personaville. You do not recognize the voice, but it doesn't sound like Seanville. Um, It's very garbled. There's a lot of static. The transmission is, you know, broken up. Um, also, Ulez, I, I will say, I'll just add this into the information you got from your system. Um, you, you know that you got this, obviously, before you came to Earth. You do not know exactly when it came in or how long ago that was. That part of your recent memory still has not come back. So it's like... There's not exactly a way to date it, well, you know, to the Knights of the Blue. Now, I don't want to say, I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying it is not that, but I'm just saying, Cadrax, you don't recognize that location. Ulez, you do not exactly have a way of pinning down the date that this was received at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, like but a, yeah. Like, flood of stuff came in and it was all like today, not instead of mm-hmm. dated when it happened. Yeah, it was just kind of like one of these, like, oh my God, you have the, you remember this vision of yourself in your ship. You remember hearing it. You remember changing course to go to Earth. But how long ago that happened, whether it was a week ago, a month ago, or 10,000 years ago, you got no idea. Um, and uh, Cadrax, yeah, it's like, you know, you, you, you don't recognize the voice. You are pretty sure it's not Sonavel, though. So, are you now headed to this site, the longitude and longitude, or, or is there anything else you want to do first? Or I, I would just like to add really quickly before we get too far that we did take the lie detector, the vocal lie detector, in the van. Okay, it, sure. Because it it's big, so it'll it can stay in the van. Yeah, it can definitely be in the van, sure. Um, and it's like you know, it's not like too heavy to carry. It's a, you know, like a photocopy machine, but it's you know, you know let's think of like a record player or something. Uh, let's assign it um, weight of three or something like that. Heavy okay. sack. Um, cool. And yeah. uh, perfect. Okay. Um, and yeah, you you head down. You're driving your van down uh, um, the the freeway. It's uh, it's early in the morning, uh, just a little bit after probably rush hour. So you're you're, you're able to make good time. And uh, uh, yeah, this is the first time you've really been able to open the, up the van. Who is uh, who's driving? Uh, I, I can. <laughs> or you guys picked us. You picked everybody up. I think you had it first. So if y'all one of you want to be driving, that's fine too. Yeah, I'm gonna. See- Say, and I might not share this with everybody, 
But because of a recent phone call I received that might start to put my legal documentation (laughs) in jeopardy, (laughs) Um, I'm going to go ahead and just hand the keys off to Benny as soon as we pick you up. Yeah, she won't question it. She'll take them. (laughs) Okay. And uh, (laughs) you drive uh, to Percy Beach. It is, like I said, way south. You saw on the map. And uh, when you get there, you park the van uh, as close as you can to the coordinates without leaving the road. The neighborhood uh, is not what it sounds like. Percy Beach is not a very nice place. There's no boardwalk or sand or beach or anything like that. It's actually a heavily industrial area. Uh, and uh, there are all sorts of factories and warehouses, uh, which many of which look closed or abandoned. Um, this is... Being this far south now, it is way south of public transportation. This is, you know, it was probably once a thriving area, but now is, uh, you know, it's kind of a derelict part of town. Um, and uh, well, so you park the car, like I said, as close as you can to the longitude and latitude, and, you know, then you can get out and uh, you got to go on foot from there. Um, so you head towards. Uh, I guess like the dot on your phone up in the air and they're going to run in that direction. Yep. Great. And uh, when, when you get there, um, we'll say you, you go down a street and uh, towards um, uh, a set of, you know, a block with a bunch of uh, factories on and buildings on it. And uh, between oh, two shoot. of those. Yeah. Sorry. Daytime. Oh yeah. Good call. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh. It's day. Uh, yes, today the sun came out um, a little late at like, um, you know, eight or nine or whatever it is now. It's getting later <laughs> this time year of year. Yeah, in, there you uh, go. Early November. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> good catch, Sam. Thank you. Good catch, Omar. Good catch, Sam. See, folks, this is why you need friends looking out for you. Um, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you, uh, you, you get to this, you, you sort of head to, to where longitude and latitude was leading you and between two factories there is a lot that is not built on it is a pretty sizable piece of land it's overgrown with weeds and very tall grass uh, and it is uh, surrounded um, by a tall fence that's got barbed wire and all kinds of keep out signs on it um, I'll tell you what, hang on. Okay. I think all of you can probably see immediately that this fence looks relatively new compared to everything else in the neighborhood. Um, everything else is rusty and old, and this is like, you know, it looks like a new shiny metal fence. Um, and the barbed wire looks shiny and metal. And, uh, the keep out signs don't have any kind of identification sign, you know, there's no company names or anything like that. You can also see, you know, in the weeds and grass through the fence that there's, there's a lot of garbage on this lot. Uh, it looks like, you know, it's been used as some kind of neighborhood dumping ground. There's like an old burned out shell of a car in one corner. And, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty nasty in there. This is where uh, the signals come, the signal came from, Ulez? Yes, uh, it is. And I would like to run just like right to the fence and like kind of like stick my fingers between the the 
chain link fence. Hello, we are here to help you. Uh, Ulez, um, you I know. <laughs> you you'd grab the fence and mm-hmm. instantaneously a huge electrical jolt uh, knocks you back. Uh, you don't get a chance to save against that because it's like a surprise attack kind of. So I'm going to say that that costs you right there. Um, <sighs> Three stamina. Okay. Ooh. And you, the three of you see Ulez like, grab the fence and go, and then just like sort of fly back and, and, and you know, you know what happened. Uh, yeah, I rushed over. Ulez, are you all right? Oh, my word. Oh, a lot of my sensors are signaling things. Uh, I am, I'm okay. There's like maybe like a little bit of smoke coming out of like one of their ears. I think I am well. Oh, that was terrifying. Why is it trapped? Someone wants to keep people out, I guess. But how how can you help? Uh, yeah, let me let me give this an old college try. Um, and I'd like to ghost. Okay, uh, you can ghost, but. The fence is steel. Uh, Damn. And you cannot quite pass through it. Okay, well, old college try. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. All right. If I look around the fence, given that we now know, unfortunately, that it is electrified, we may infer the existence of a generator somewhere along or connected to the fencing. If we disable that by force, then it's a simple matter of entering through a steel fence, which Benny has on previous occasion demonstrated ample proficiency with. But first, Ulas, do you require a transfer of stamina? Are you all right? Uh, I will be okay. Thank you. I might just hang back a little bit more. I understand. If your assessment changes at any point, please let me know. We thank you. And I'll help them up. Um, make an intellect roll. See if we can search you up a connection to a generator. All right. Ah, uh, eight. Eight. Um... Yeah, okay. You are able to follow the fence along and then uh, sort of uh, discreetly next to one of those factories that abut it, um, you can see a thick, heavy cable uh, that is just buried in the ground uh, that appears to be uh, on this side of the property line. If I sonar ping, what do I find under the ground? Mm. Uh, make a roll. Uh, right. Good thing is we're in a nice wide open area with low population. <laughs> Why did I even say that with my words? What's wrong with me? Oh no. Oh die? Uh-huh. It's yeah. been a while. It's been like a it's while. been so well behaved. And then I thought of it for a moment and then it was like boom. Pops off. Okay. Um, okay, uh, but the the roll is uh, eleven. An eleven. Okay. So I, yeah. You ping the lot, 
you see that this cable wraps around the fence around the fence goes to about two feet under the ground. Uh, and uh, as far as your ping, it seems to follow the, the property around that deep. Um, you, you know, underneath you can detect sewer tunnels, um, uh, you know, down there or something like it. And, uh, but your uh-oh die goes off. So as you get that ping comes back to you, uh, the whole lot starts to shake earthquake style a little bit. Um, it's not off the charts, Curtis Haber kind of thing, but uh, you can see the factories on either side, which are these old, you know, abandoned looking buildings. Uh, parts of them, you know, a piece of a roof breaks off of one of them. Some of the bricks like fall back into this lot uh, and, and, and like the structures just kind of like wobble a little bit and then it all kind of stops. Sorry. Sorry, it's okay. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, what you see, Doc? Uh, they'll, they'll recount. Uh, I think Benny in particular might have an empathetic, like, vibe off of Kadrax <laughs> in that moment. Yeah. Uh, they're just a little shaky. So the, the, that wire right there is the main wire leading to uh, running the electric fence. Is that correct? Oh, we have lost B. Um, oh. Oh, that no. is a frozen oh. picture. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, you are examining the fence, which you can talk about as much as you like. While I text with B for a moment. I'm sorry about this, folks. Um, Sometimes we need to play defense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm good at that. Oh. I heard now that. Now a different thing happened. <laughs> oh, now what happened? I'm innocent. Oh, <laughs> uh, they dropped oh, out of the meeting. For Sam. Ah, gotcha. Um, I think... Yeah. Yeah, is this is is this like a power supply line? Do you think, Doc? I would infer such. I. It produces electricity to the fence, so hmm. it could be a bundled cable. But I couldn't imagine what one might bundle to it other than electricity. I if think it might be a. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Benny. I was say if this is about someone's ship that fell here did this was this fence always here or did it go up afterwards is there someone i mean they had what's it be they had ulaz's ship in an underground laboratory i mean i don't know how new this fence looks but if we can see the site we can see the age of things on it if we can just get inside and Cadrex puts up their hand like they're gonna blast and then uh, stuffs it back in their coat pocket and takes a quick walk around. Just like a, you know, five step by step mm -hmm. circle. Okay, uh, one quick question, Doc. Um, does, did it look like this wire Welcome was- Welcome back, me. Hello. <laughs> Hi, we've amped. <laughs> uh, so we that's more Galen's thing, but uh, we paused. Yeah. B, okay, and B is on screen too. Cool, awesome. Um, 
All right. So I'm sorry. I was doing 12 things there. What are we doing right now? Uh, the main question, Doc, is did you see this wire leading to anywhere else other than the fence? I don't want to, you know, cut if for any reason this is a vital electricity line. I don't want to mess with it. But if it's only to the fence, I might have an idea. I will say that, yeah, your your ping just has it wrapped around the fence as far as you can tell. Which is consistent with something fairly new that would have had to have an independent power supply put in later. Yeah. By okay. an electrician. I sit on that for later. <laughs> um, there's a, this is like a, there's a bunch of like scrap and stuff around. Is that right, Rick? Yeah. Okay, great. I'm going to walk over and pick up the least tetanusy looking scrap <laughs> I can find. Okay. Um, and I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to ghost it. Okay. And then I'm going to um, walk over to the main line and then put it through and ghost the piece of metal. Uh, or it doesn't really matter. Actually, I would prefer it to be wood. <laughs> All things considered, if I can find a piece of wood, I would, I would prefer that. Um, Sure. And then, um, yeah, there's easily wood. Okay, great. There. So yeah, I'm gonna ghost the piece of wood, and then I'm gonna go ahead and uh, push it through the wire, and then just take a step back and let it corporealize. I mean, that's awesome, and you don't have to roll to do any of that because the way your power works. And yeah, all of a sudden, it's like you push it through, and then you you, you let go, and it corporealizes. And I mean. You have accomplished what you want. Now, there's no visual signs of whether or not it worked because you can't see electricity, obviously. But, um, but we can hear it sometimes. Sure, it hums. Uh, okay, Ulez, because you have very high awareness, you can hear that the hum went off. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the electricity. And uh, it has stopped. Great. Well, look it at got- that. Um, we do still face the issue of the fence, even yeah. though the electricity is gone. Benny, I understand you know how to make an entrance. That I do. How new does this fence look? I mean, pretty new. You know, it's like it doesn't look like it was installed this morning kind of new. But, you yeah. know, like I said, there's no rust on it. There's, you know, it's it's clearly not part of the neighborhood yeah we're so we're uh from campaign start we're a couple of weeks in so like what from when ula's came to earth they've been here for a few weeks right yeah uh, from the time that ula's woke up yeah it's been four weeks i think about now and ula's does not know quite how long they were here before they woke up in the dumpster yet that part of their memory hasn't come back but four weeks yeah and that's I mean, a fence would still look pretty new after four weeks or slightly more than that. So I don't know how much of this is going to have a starting point for me, but it does the fence go into like the concrete or is there like a uh, uh, like a gap underneath, like where the little diamonds like just touch the ground? No, it goes right down into the concrete. Into the concrete. Okay. Um, then are there like posts, poles? Like it wouldn't be a fully nonstop just fence. Like there sure, would be- yeah. Like probably every you know, fifteen or twenty feet, there's like a metal pole that, you know, okay. holds the fence together. Okay, so probably you'd want to go to one of those. That'd be a 
best point? Are we just out in the open or is there, can we get near like a building or something? So we have a little bit of cover. So. <laughs> the lot's pretty out in the open from all, you know, from both sides. It's got a building on either side, but you know, I, I'll tell you, is that like, I'll use the same awareness rules you just made. It's like, you know, there does not seem to be anybody around here and it is okay. an old industrial neighborhood. So. Okay. Do we just want to do this here or what's the, it's either that or throw my coat over the barbed wire. Let's try this first. Uh, I guess, do we want to commit property damage or do we want to try to pretend like we weren't here? That's the that's the other question, I think. That's honestly, uh, Cadrax's instinct would be to look to Ules, uh, especially given that they were just injured to see how they feel about doing the fence climb. I have never had to climb a fence. We don't have fences where I'm from. Not like this. This is much closer to our customary movement scheme than the stairs. She, you, you want to try climbing? Yeah, I, that's the that's the question that I'm posing to everyone: is do we want? I would to require like assistance. That's the other thing. I can try to. For, brute force us through, or we can climb the fence and pretend like we weren't here. That's the. Yeah. I'm tall. I can't assist you. I would require a boost. I would happily boost you. I think. Uh, uh, yeah. For the record, I'm not the best at climbing fences, but I'll 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 do what I can. Yeah, we'll see. This could go badly, and then we have to oh melt our way through anyways. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, let's say everyone make a coordination roll. Okay. Oh, I was really... What? May I roll strength to try to help the friends I'm boosting? Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, well... I'm yeah. also very tall. Sure. I don't know uh, if that helps. But <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out like, how, how I to apply to that. Would. I have to um, believe that it helps. If you can successfully lift, uh, you know, a person that probably gets them, yeah, a couple of feet off the ground, which, you know, I can instantaneously means they, they don't have to go as high to climb anymore. So I can sort of reduce the resistance for that. So it's like, wh who are you trying to lift? Ulez? Uh, that was the person who first requested a boost. I think we're doing this sequentially. Okay. So make a strength roll. I can do another V on boost. <laughs> We've done that before. <laughs> we know that works. <laughs> uh, nine. Um, Do you still need coordination from me? Uh, yes, I do, actually. Let's see if I can land on my own two feet on the other side. Uh, six? Okay. Um, Kadrax, you get Ulez up, and Ulez, um, uh, we're, we're going to say, you know, because you, you have to be very careful kind of getting over the barbed wire and, you know, you're a little klutzy, so you do make it over without snagging yourself in the barbed wire, but then kind of like fall to the other side. <laughs> you're all right, though. You don't lose any more uh, stamina. It wasn't that hard of a fall. It was just sort of like, you know, you fall on your butt kind of thing. I checked um, my cape. Is my cape okay? <laughs> it is uh, a little dirty, but generally fine. Okay, I'll just keep sitting on the ground, like bush brushing it off while I wait for everybody else. Like, ah, oh, heck. <laughs> uh, who else? Is anyone else getting a boost? I'll take a boost. Yeah. Okay, Vian, uh, Cadrex again. You know what? We'll just use your one roll, Cadrex, since this is a repetitive task. Um, so, Vian, you just make a coordination roll. Okay, uh, nine. That's what I rolled. 
Oh, okay. So yeah, you'll be okay. You managed to land on your feet on the other side without snagging yourself. Great. Benny, are you also getting a boost? I, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say no to one. I don't have great coordination. <laughs> sure. Make a coordination roll. And you are relatively short. Yeah, she's little. Ugh, y'all. Four. <laughs> um, you fall over the side, and uh, you're, you 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 feel like the barbed wire kind of scrape oh. on your back as you fall over. Um, I, I'm gonna say that I'll keep this low. I'm gonna say it takes one stamina off of you. Is there uh, a stamina to like after you sleep, like for a night, is stamina back up or? Because I have it at yeah. seven, and I don't know where I got that from. <laughs> Yeah, you know, okay. it only lasts to like the end of a sequence, you know, okay. or a page, whatever they call it here. Um, so it's like, yeah, if you've okay. all came this morning from fresh rest, you are all back to top stamina. Okay, cool. So, oh, no. <laughs> Tadrax, that just leaves you. All right. Uh, this isn't strictly necessary, but I think Tadrax wants to try it because they haven't done it since they've been here. Like, all, all bipedal and weird. Uh, so they're going to back up, run, and uh, blast to boost themselves over. Oh, wow. Um, going to spend a point of determination so that I can uh, ability thing. All right. Roll your control power. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's an eleven. It's an eleven. Okay. Oh, You're I a need little... to roll. Uh oh. <laughs> it goes off. <laughs> I overdo it? it. I super overdo it. Oh, my uh oh die goes off. Oh, your uh oh die goes off. Oh, it also goes oh. off. Okay. Yeah, you blast yourself over, you're a little out of power, and the, the ground shakes again, and like those buildings wobble more, and bricks fall down and stuff, and the three of you just feel the whole earth move under your feet as Padrax kind of lands a little bit sloppily on, on the other side of the fence, but, but you are okay. Oh my. Okay. All right. Yeah, is everyone, uh, Benny, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Fine. <laughs> now the wind knocked out of me. I'm okay. I'll be fine. Just my pride. And she'll dust herself off. I never learned an anatomical location for that. I hear sometimes it is bruised. But I've never seen the contusions on imaging. <laughs> it's, yeah, I help her out. Inside pains <laughs> a little bit, you know. <laughs> So you are all on the other side of the fence now, standing in the kind of tall grass. You can see kind of this, you know, garbage and, you know, stuff all around. Um, the, the longitude and latitude leads you towards the center of the lot. Um, and, uh, and as you walk towards it, um, very, you know, very slowly, you, you see, you, you push your way through the grass. And uh, at the center of the lot, there is a big green tent um, that looks, again, very new, uh, kind of plasticky. 
uh, looks very pricey. It doesn't look like, you know, it's not like a, you'd go camping in kind of tent. It's a little bit more of like, a, you know, um, you know, like you'd expect to see, um, no, it's, it, it, it's, it's got a prefab building kind of vibe. Yes. Yes. Prefab building kind of vibe. Thank you. Got that's, it. that's what I was looking yeah. for. Kind of a thick uh, plastic yep. wall. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you, you can't quite see through the wall. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not translucent plastic, uh, but you can see that it has uh, a door that's got a lock on it. Well, dang, I guess this is the end of the road. Uh, I guess we'll just turn back around and climb over the fence again. <laughs> Are we not going to knock? Sorry, that was a joke, Ulez. I'm gonna Mama. ghost. I'm gonna ghost and go inside and open the door for you. Okay, if that's cool with everybody. Yes, funny. that was funny. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Ulez, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> uh, but if you find it funny, that's great. Um, it was just sort of like a, well, I guess we'll do this. So, yeah, I guess we'll do this. Um, yeah, I'll ghost and I'll walk through. Now your ghosting is phase is four, so you can get through this. Actually, uh, you know, I mean, I guess whoever built it wasn't expecting somebody who could walk through aluminum, um, but it it is uh, sort of a heavy aluminum wall, uh, and uh, or, or at least you know something of equivalent thickness. And uh, you pass through onto the inside, and as soon as you walk in, um, what you see is uh, you know there is ground in front of you. It's just dirt and just like the rest of the lot. And then in the middle of it, there is this, um, like a cap, you know, that's got like a little wheel over it. And it's like sort of sealed over, you know, something that looks like maybe a hole or something that descends into the ground. Uh, and I will say from the inside, you are easily able to open the door and let everybody in. Come on in. Uh, I want to do a quick scan just to see if there's any security cameras before I open the door. Sure, make it into a drill. Okay. Do, 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 do. 12. <laughs> uh, you do not see anything like that. Great. Yeah, check the corners. Okay. All right, everyone come in. It's, it seems like it's clear, There's, except for this hatch. Hmm. That is an unusual place to put a hatch. Consistent, though, with what I sensed underground. Ah. Hmm. Should we open it? I would enjoy that. What do you think? I that? cannot open. I will watch. I'm simply thinking about the site and about transmission before we go underground because it seems possible that there is something here but it's less likely to transmit from underground. It's bad for signal. Ah, I have pondered that. There's a lot of bad places on this world for signals. So let's true. get, yeah, so let's get this straight. The, the longitude and latitude leads to this exact point. Is that right, Ulez? Mm-hmm, right here. Now, that happened before and now there's a hatch that leads underground. So there is a chance that the signal was sent from above ground. 
And then that, whatever it was, was carried down below or dismantled. How does the hatch look in age compared to the fence? Oh. And the site itself. Um, like the fence and the tent, uh, it looks new. You know, it looks like it was probably, you would guess, installed, you know, with the, the, the tent around it. So we might infer the possibility that this, even if the signal transmission came from above ground, the absence of the equipment on site might mean that whatever, whoever it was who broadcast the signal might yet have moved it below ground and therefore our answers yet again yielded by the hatch. I hope they are okay. Me too. I say let's open it and climb down and find out. Um, who wants to try and open it? Uh, Benny, which one of us? Uh, is this? I way? actually imagine both of us go forward at the same time. Oh, and then stop. <laughs> like, oh, after you. All right. Uh, Cadrax, make a strength roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm changing die. <laughs> Really? Aria, that's I, I'm also changing tie. That's a seven. Uh okay. Well I that okay. Because of my crap roll, you find it surprisingly easy as you twist and there's kind of a rush of air. Um it's not, you know, not like a huge airtight kind of thing, but just like as if, you know, it's been sealed a while. And um uh, it, you unscrew that little, you know, wheel on the top, and then you are able to pull the hatch open and it sort of just falls, leaving what you now, oops, sorry. Uh, what you now see is a, um, it looks like a drain. Uh, and that it, it looks like whatever, there was supposed to be some grate or something that's, you know, not there. And it just kind of descends down into the darkness. I would like to step like towards Benny and uh, Cadrax who are looking down into the darkness and then without even saying anything, um, can I use my light power for my hands just to blast a beam of light all the way down? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not even going to make you roll for that because, okay. you know, you're not under, you know, uh, tense Dress. conditions right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you were able to turn on some light in there and you see that there is uh, a little bit of like, you know, one of those little metal stair, you know, like ladder kind of things like built into the side of the drain as if it's built for people to kind of go down and do service or something down there. Uh, and it descends to a pipe and you can see straight beneath you uh, what looks like uh, kind of a dirty, nasty floor, but like it doesn't look like you, you don't see any sewage or anything down there or, you know, there's no moving water. It just kind of looks like you know like a dry ground are these considered secret tunnels maybe i mean someone's trying to keep people out yeah or are they a part of your network of underground tunnels Uh, this is disconnected from the primary underground network in this area, so far as I can tell, seeing as it doesn't appear to be wide enough for a train full of disgruntled humans to move through it. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair assessment. I would like to descend and then further investigate. All right, are you all going down? Yeah, might as well, yeah. I guess so, yeah. 
All right. And uh, as you all descend into the dark hole, we're going to take a break and we'll see everyone in 10 minutes. Welcome back. Uh, and thank you so much to everybody who has donated tonight. I just, we're, we're up to $325. Uh, we so incredibly grateful. Thank you to everyone um, uh, who, who, has, who has kicked in. Uh, and when we left off, uh, the team was descending down into this uh, drain uh, that was in the middle of this overgrown lot. And when you get to the bottom, um, you find yourself standing in a kind of dark tunnel that seems to branch in three directions. Like you're standing kind of in the, you know, at the top of a T. Like one tunnel goes off to your left, one tunnel goes off to your right, and one tunnel goes ahead of you. Uh, Les, we're just going to say you've got, you know, your a little bit of ambient light on uh, right now to to just so that you can see at least that far. My Otherwise, natural your natural glow. Um, Otherwise, there are no lights down here. Do we need light? Do we need more light? I can see just fine. It is reliant on the sources of light that I have provided for you. Can you three see okay? Yeah. Can we? Or would we benefit from more light? <laughs> Question for the GM. I don't know. if Can yeah. we see enough? Oh. Or would we benefit from more light? <laughs> um, you could probably deal with some more light if you want to. I feel like I'm like Come the emergency on. lights, like in a hallway, you know? <laughs> Ulez generates some light, especially, you know, if you wind up getting, the further you get from Ulez, the more you will need your own light. So I don't I know. I have two light sources. So I will, I got to roll to see if I can do it. And then, right. So in emergencies, Ulez will emerge. And <laughs> um, so she kind of flicks her hands a little bit um, and you get a little sparks and then nothing happens. <laughs> Because I rolled a two. <laughs> this is our day. Gosh. And she goes, wow. oh, that's embarrassing. Um, I, I can try again in a little bit. I don't know if I have to spend determination to try again or if I just have to wait. Uh, you can spend a point of determination if you want to try again. If you if you want to wait, you know, I'm supposed to like like a page or something like that. So we'll have to get through some action before you can try again without spending. Yeah, I might I might hold off on that because we might need determination for other things, and I'll just um, you know, sure. lighter start carrying a lighter around with me. <laughs> so we'll say there's a tunnel that goes you know uh, east, a tunnel that goes west, and a tunnel that goes south to keep that nice and easy. So, uh, are we thinking of sticking together or splitting up the party? Do we know what we've given? Oh, so do we know what we lo we're looking for? No. Okay. Yeah. Someone or something or many things that require my assistance. They called to me from, from my ship. They, they, they were able to contact me that way. They must possess some great technology. They have to be around here. I, I don't want to be left alone. Plus, I believe I am the source of light for those who cannot see very well in the dark. Okay, that's a great argument. Let's just stick together. Let's just go down once, you know, what's, what's the harm in, you know, we're not in the biggest rush. Well, Liz did say they were the smartest kid in school, so I guess debate champion there. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Ulez, uh, which of these three tunnels would you like to go down? It's kind of like a game. We have game shows where it's like you can pick three doors and there's like a prize behind one. And oh. so, 
Do I get to know what my prize is? Uh, yeah, fi- yeah, finding out who um, needs your help. Ah, okay. I is there any any deciding like any distinguishing factors about these? Three well, tunnels? does anyone want to make an investigation roll and find uh, out? Yeah, I'm really good at it though too. Uh, okay, uh, so Cadrax, your hand went up there. Um, Cadrax, roll your intellect. Um, the repeated awareness rolls give me anxiety, oh, y'all. Right though. <laughs> Um, uh, can I get an intellect roll as well? Eight? Uh, yeah, in fact, if you all want to just do your own investigations, just everybody tell me what you get on your intellect roll, and I'm going to weigh it against the same difficulty roll that I just made. Eleven. Eleven? Um, I added my investigation to that. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's great. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Uh, Nine. Nine, okay. So assuming you're all pulling information, um, what you pick up is uh, you are able to see by Ulez's light that on the floor, there are what kind of seems like tracks, but they don't exactly look exactly like footprints. They're more like kind of drag marks and, and, and they kind of lead in every which way direction. You know, it like, it looks like whatever might have been leaving these tracks or whoever might have been leaving these tracks, you know, it looks like they, they walk back and forth all over the place, you know, and it's kind of hard to say which ones are fresh or, or, you know, which ones are the newest ones, but the whole ground is just covered in them. It's kind of these like kind of long drags. Like imagine, imagine somebody was trying to walk, but they couldn't pick their feet up. So that, so as they dragged their feet along the floor, it kind of, you know, left like these, you know, kind of drag marks behind them in, in, in like the dirt and grime that has picked up on the floor of this old, you know, sewer pipe. Does Do we get any, like, shoe tread out of it, or is it just, like, drag marks? No, you don't see anything that looks like a tread. Uh, of course, the, the ground is kind of, you know, it's got a lot of muck and stickiness on it, so it, it's not quite clear the ground would hold something that detailed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, arm, okay, are there... So we got drag marks. Are there any, like pieces of equipment or anything laying around at all? Uh oh. You don't see anything like that. Um, okay. Uh, I'm not great at this, but I'm going to try to uh postcog the ground real quick. Okay. Um usually tends to go better when we're dealing with a direct object, but let's me- try it. Yeah, roll your power. Uh, your postcog is what? Two or three? It's uh, three. three. Okay. That's a six. You put your hand into one of those drag marks and close your eyes and try and pull something from it. And suddenly, in front of you, you see outer space and and there's like a black hole and like an asteroid zips by and then shoot you're back i can i uh, sorry this is i know this is metaing a little bit can i can i broadcast at this point uh or is it see, limited still how does your broadcast work uh oops, uh okay i think bro- it might, might have a limit on it right now you've got a limit of burnout on it right Okay, uh, great. So I'll just probably I'll roll up uh, that dice in a second. 
Yeah, just make sure I'm going to do the broadcast right. Uh, do, do you have to do anything to broadcast? Sorry. I'm just, I'm being, I'm just uh, digging down a little bit in this because for me, I'm just like space. This might be a total false postcog memory or whatever. I might not be super focused yet, but if Cadrax or Ulez recognizes it, that's a clue. Okay. Yeah. You, your, your broadcast just works because you want it to now. Um, Okay, great. But you got to roll a burnout die to see if you can do it again later. Okay. I rolled a four on my burnout die, by the way. Okay, uh, for your burnout die, I think that the way that that works... I think a one or a two is a burnout. Yeah, a one or a two is a burnout, so you're good. Um, so... Universe. Um, speaking of universe, yeah, so I guess when I touch the ground, it is this, like, ghostly spectral view that kind of just zooms out or, like, emerges from me and because I guess it's space, it, it goes all around us. Like if it was like someone doing something, we would just see them as if they were a ghost. But I guess in this case, it's all around us. Um, and that's what I'm able to contribute. Yeah. And the three of you can now see what he saw. Um, but just like him, whether or not that vision is an accurate vision or one of his false visions, you cannot tell. Uh, I trouble against myself. Not from yeah. around here. I have highly motivated reasoning about this specifically. I want to believe that this has something to do with us. I want it so badly. Uh, so this is definitely legitimate. Uh, and uh, something about this just feels right to them. I think okay. all three friends had a little bit of a moment with that. I'm just going to throw that out there <laughs> with the being surrounded by stars. <laughs> yeah. Cadrax, what we're going to say is uh, so that this is a legitimate trouble that causes you trouble. Um, you are convinced. So you, let's say you got to take yeah, like, off. I'm not going to ask for an intellect role on like what this actually space is like I normally would. I want to assume I auto fail it. And like, this is a, this is a thing it's related. I don't All know right. exactly what. So why don't we say, since you are convinced this is real, uh, yeah. you're going to tear off down one of these hallways so that this Absolutely. is, you know. Let's go. So pick one, east, west, or south. Which way do you want to go? All right. Uh, west. West. Okay. Okay. Uh, the three of you follow? Uh, yeah, we're sticking together, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. You walk down the tunnel, and you're walking for, I don't know, five to seven minutes. It's dark. The tunnel all looks the same. It's it's kind of this, uh, you know, it's like an old fashioned kind of sewer that's built with, like, brick walls and has, like, brick pillars in it and stuff. And uh, you're, you're, you're walking uh, just straight ahead, and uh, eventually you get to a point uh, where the tunnel has kind of caved in and dirt and concrete have kind of blocked your path. And there's just like a very narrow crevasse going or, you know, through the side. It's the kind of thing you might be able to squeeze through if you want to keep going. Uh, And you are standing there in that sort of almost dead end. 
And Ulez, you think you can hear something moving inside on the other end of the crack. I, I, there is something there. They might need our help. Chica. Okay. Okay. Who's going to try and squeeze through the crack? I'm little. <laughs> okay, well, let's make a coordination roll. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Are any of us good at coordination? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Benny, you got a three. Dion, you have a three. Cadrax, you have a four. Oh, okay. I got a four in coordination. I don't know what y'all are doing. Oh, yeah, Ula has a <laughs> good, good. I'm glad somebody's thinking <laughs> mostly and knowing things. Mm-hmm. I got an eight. Nice. Um, okay, you got an eight. Yeah. So you are, you know, you push yourself up against the wall and you are able to kind of slide past. And it's like, I don't know, it's about three feet or so. And you get to the other side and you find yourself in a dead end. Uh, and uh, you. Well, you have your own light. So as you shine your light around the room, you look and there in the corner of the room, glaring back at you with four glowing yellow eyes that are shining in your own light are two alligators. Uh, Hello, we greet you. And then one of them kind of snaps at you and they sort of start walking (laughs) like towards you. They are about 10 feet away and closing very slowly. Uh, And then I'll shout back, I I believe I have found the source of the SOS and who might have emitted it. Uh, Great. I'd like to proceed with alacrity. (laughs) Uh, Do you head in? Given my misapprehensions, yes, absolutely and immediately. Right, yeah. Make your own coordination roll. Absolutely. Uh, six. Come on. You're going to get stuck. <laughs> it's, it, 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 is, it is a rough ride for you. You are just barely able to push yourself through it, and you come on the other side and just like fall down, and, and, and you kind of raise your head and immediately see two alligators on the ground just in, you know, in Ulez's light, uh, and they are, like I said, still very slowly making their way towards you. Those are Earth reptilians, carnivorous, aggressive, aggressive. Ah, the hissing is a negative sign. And one of them picks up speed and rushes at Cadrax. All right. It's coming right for you. Uh, Why don't we roll initiative? No, you're going to another win. six for me, bro. You go first. Um, uh, before you attack, just quick, Benny, uh, Vian, what are you doing on the outside? Uh, Listening? Uh, yeah, I guess if it's if we start hearing combat sounds, I'm sure we're coming in. But if, at this point, I don't think we've heard anything to suggest yeah. there's an okay. issue. So our so, friends have told us. So you're just waiting there. And yeah, Cadrax, you want to attack? Yes. I mean, you could, if you want to have heard Earth Reptilians Carnivorous Aggressive, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, how loud did you say it? Uh, not with the intent of yeah. uh, making it heard. Yeah, uh, I don't think we have our communicators like always on. 
We hear gentle conversation. We should really learn about that. Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, we should be better about that. Well, what I'll say is you do have your communicators on, but like they do not seem to broadcast very well here uh, in the sewers. Um, uh, It's uh, so it's it's a little little staticky. Um, uh, If you want, like or something. Yeah, uh, since, since we gave the since you know since the audience purchased for the, you, you, those for you as something that you know for you for you to use, um, I, I am willing to assume that you always have them on, uh, if if you I would like. Think, yeah, I say I don't know if we've announced that we're using them. Like we have yeah, them, yeah. but I don't know if we're using. You didn't even announce that you use them. Okay, so unless somebody wants to pay to retcon them, then I'm going to say that no, nah, you don't hear anything from the outside. Cadrex for now. I think that's very fair. Okay. Uh, I would like to deter the Earth Reptilian. So what are you going to do? You're going to like blast it or are you going to try and wait, what? Uh, I am going to use my baton because given how this day has gone, I j- I'm a little shaky about shaky. Yeah, I get that. Um, all right. So you're attacking with your baton. Yes. Uh, let's say, yeah, you go first. So make your attack roll. And Ooh, uh, that's a, uh, buy your bonus too. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, something fun. That, that's an eight for me. Ouch. Uh, that is an eight for you. Um, ooh. uh, <sighs> Yeah, I'm going to say you just completely whiff it and you come running right. at it and just like maybe it's the low light or maybe it's just, you know, the... I'm trying to get my baton out and swipe it open and hit this thing all yeah. at once. That does, it doesn't pop off. Yeah, it does not work. Um, oh, Ulez, did you make a, a, an initiative roll before? No. Okay, make one now and tell me what you get. <laughs> you will almost certainly... Them. You will almost certainly be... Oh, if you don't want to fight, you don't have to. No, I'm not okay. fighting them. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, the alligators continue their advance, and now an alligator attacks at you, Cadrex. Uh, it right, goes to try and take ready. a kind of snipes its jaws at you. That's a nine. We are applying new dice. <laughs> a nine. So that is. Oof. Um, it is a, it's a marginal success, so it, it kind of it, it manages to hit you a little bit with its teeth, but it does not close on you, and you are not damaged. You get like kind of a scratch, and it kind of tears the clothing on your arm, let's say. Um, it is your attack again. <laughs> Les is just shining on light and like, why will they not back off? What if we ask them, excuse me, may you please stop? And the second alligator charges you, Ulez. Um, it comes running at you and uh, it stops and then kind of turns and tries to like knock at you with its tail, like swipes its tail, like to see if it can, you know, sort of knock you off your feet or something. Uh, make a, make, well, I guess, you know, coordination if you want to try and dodge it or strength if you're going to take it, you know. It'll be coordination. That's a six on the die. That makes a 10. That makes a 10. Okay. Yeah. You managed to kind of step out of the way just as that tail whizzes by your legs and you are okay. Um, Cadrax is back to you. All right. I will say we're hearing combat sounds. Benny's going to come in. (laughs) You know, why? Benny, make your coordination roll. 
Okay, yeah, go ahead, Benny. Well, well you can do step one. You know, what are you gonna say? I would, uh, I'm gonna try to see what happens if I try to ghost through the cement. Yeah, you can walk through the cement. Uh, you you want to take Benny with you? That's something you uh, can do. You know, Benny started moving first, so let's see what happens with Benny's roll. Sure. And then, seven. seven. <laughs> yeah, seven you are able to make it through. Um, and, you know, you, do, you don't hurt yourself or fall. Uh, and Vion, you just walk right through into the room. <laughs> and now you see Cadrax, uh, Ulez, and these two alligators who are just kind of like, you know, snapping and hissing. Oh. 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 I don't know whose turn of combat um, it is, but we're here now. <laughs> are, yeah, are these? Uh, is this where the? Is this the source of the? The signal. I um, believe that it was. However, I've been informed that these are merely reptilian creatures that reside on the Earth, and I, oh, the tail. I worry that they don't possess the the ability or the technology. Okay. I buy another I, dose of baton as a standard yeah. action. I'm going to say, Benny and uh, um, Vion, you'll join the order at the bottom. Mm-hmm. The order you entered the room for now. Uh, so, Kadrak. Oh, okay, yes. make your attack roll. Yes, finally. Good. 13. Yeah, okay. You just, you know, run and kind of pummel that gator and hit it with the baton real hard. And it kind of hisses and just and it just instantaneously turns and uh i mean you clearly deal you deal a few points of damage you can see you have heard it but it is so surprised by the attack it turns and it rushes back to the other side of the room and kind of cower you know cowers in the corner looking for somewhere to go is the other one equally deterred the other one doesn't seem to notice noted uh i will apply another dosage as needed if it uh, attacks my friends. Uh, and it's going to. It's going to attack Benny. Um, the gator uh, uh, snaps its jaws at you. Okay, here we go. Ten. Ten. Okay, yeah, and you are able to poof, just kind of jump back and yeah, it, it, it misses. Uh, and now that brings up, uh, that brings up you, Benny, because there's no other, yeah. I, I want to intimidate an alligator. Um, I would like to try to like, this is what I would like to happen. I want to try to, it's okay. What's the space in here? Are my, are we really like squished together or is there like room enough? If I were to start on fire, am I going to hurt my friends? Uh, it's not that tight. It's probably okay. like, you know, 10, 15 square feet, something like that. Okay, so I kind of want to like, <laughs> I want to like stomp and get up into in front of the alligator, start on fire and just like scream at it and see if I can get it to like back off with like, if I can startle it with a huge burst of light um, and a loud sound and an aggressive motion and see if I can scare it away. <laughs> okay, make your oral roll and... Uh, um... Nothing to activate a lizard brain, like actual fire. Yeah. So I'm, all, yeah, immediately fully in flames, whole body. Um, and they try to make a willpower roll against an alligator. No, an alligator, <laughs> I'm going to say, the alligator has so little willpower that as long as your, your aura roll is successful, I would say there's no way it can beat you in a willpower roll. Um, an alligator <laughs> start on fire. So yeah, you 
Human Torch, you you flame on, and uh, the alligator just you know kind of screeches, and the two it runs back to the corner with the other one, and they both kind of like you know they scrape at the corner, and then they 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 kind of disappear into like this little crack in the wall, and and you can just hear them scurrying away. I just like stand back up straight and like cross my arms. She's still on fire, but like total demeanor shift. And he's like, so not the source of the distress signal. Probably, right? Probably, but a novel means of pest control. Thanks, I think I'll add that to my repertoire. That was kind of fun. They are considered pests? Uh, I found it touch just now. (laughs) Yeah, in this moment, sure, yeah. I thought they were an urban myth. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sewer alligators didn't think they actually got down here. Oh, I learned about alligators. They aren't a myth. They exist on the earth, along with many other diverse species of reptiles, birds, mammals, and vertebrates. It's a very rich ecology that you humans are ruining. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That is true. just not down here, is the Molly. Where did they... where did they go? I want to investigate the, the sure, crack where they went. Role. I'll shine my light over there to help. It's also very it. bright. I'm still on fire. It's very oh, bright. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seven. Seven. It, it's just like a dark crack in the wall that is kind of, you know, it, it, right by the floor. And it looks like, you know, probably happened whenever whatever caved in the ceiling kind of broke the wall a little bit. It is too narrow probably for any of you to fit in, but because the gators are very, you know, kind of flat, they were able to just in. Okay. Um, Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that this tunnel is probably not the right one. Yeah. I think that is valid. Do we think the dragon was the little bellies and their feet on the ground? Oh, that's interesting. Possibly. Do they we? walk rather strangely. Uh, what I will say is, you know, based on your previous examinations of them, is that uh, um, it, you would probably guess that the tracks are not left by something that uses four. Like, it kind of seems like sets of two, as far as you can tell. Okay. All right. We should investigate the other two. Yeah. Nothing else um, to rule out any other creatures. If every, uh, yeah, if we, we can see what else, lizard people or whatever kind of <laughs> down here. Um, if, if everyone wants to shimmy through, you can. We can also just uh, all link hands and just ghost through. I'll grab your hand. Thank you. I will, I will, um, localize hands. <laughs> um, and so she goes from like the glowy eyes, like glowy mouth, whatever. So now you can just, now there's just like the, the weird glowy veins and arms and the fire hands. Do you want to like grab my shoulder or something? That's, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you are all able to just pass back into the hallway, uh, or the, the tunnel. Um, That's fire. <laughs> Uh, and we'll say, you know, you walk back in the direction you came and you're back at the head of the T. That was uh, the south direction, I think we said, right? West. West. Uh, 
Oh, right. Sorry, that was the west direction. My bad. Um, so you have south and east left. Which way would you like to go? If I were to pull up, or I guess I can't. I don't, my hands are on fire. If someone were to like look at a map of this area, what would be in those directions above ground? Ooh. Um, well, you would be in Percy Beach and there would be, you know, you would be in this kind of maze of, you know, abandoned factories and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Just want to see if there's yeah, any no, particular. Yeah. Uh, um, these kinds of structures are extremely reverberant. Uh, it, they're, they're very acoustically live spaces. Uh, Kind of like, you know, you have the two, like, you're the kid, you commute, like, you talk to... So if we listen at the mouth of each of them, if there's any interesting movement or sound, it's very likely that it would be transmitted. I think that is a very good idea. I don't want to encounter any more quad quadrupeds who will smack me with their tails. Yeah. So you're going to stand at the T and try and listen for sounds yeah. of movement. Do a quick, here's the thing that I probably would have done if I hadn't just been a little bit overwhelmed and impulsive in the moment. Yeah, uh, make, a, make your own awareness roll for this one. Eight. Ooh. Eight. Um, That's good for me, you guys. That's good. You can hear... There's a, you know, uh, you can hear the sound of, of running water uh, or some sort of moving liquid coming from one of the tunnels. It kind of subsumes any other sounds, you know, or faint sounds. Uh, you would guess it is coming from uh, the south tunnel. Do I hear nothing from the east? It, it's a little too loud uh, in, um, you know, the, the sound of the running water kind of echoes around the tunnels. And it's like, well, okay. you, you kind of feel like it's coming from that way. Unless something very loud was coming from the East Tunnel, you know, it, it's, it, you, you kind of can't distinguish what it is. That's the other part of acoustically wet spaces, as they are termed. It's yeah. very easy for it to tumble in all of the reverb. All right. Yeah. I relay this to the group. It is... The running water itself brings movement and promise and plumbing. Let's check it out. Okay. And uh, you walk down the south tunnel, and the ground sort of slants downward in this direction. And the further you walk, uh, um, it, the ground seems to get a little wetter also. And there is a very strange smell in the air here. And uh, eventually you come to... Um, let's call it like kind of a channel or a canal. Uh, it looks like it is, you know, there to channel sewage. Um, you are standing, say, you know, you know, your path comes to an end and then there is this channel and there seems to be something flowing through the channel. And, uh, uh you can just see, this is what you can just see. There is like a little kind of bridge built from like rickety chains and planks that goes over the channel uh, to a landing on the other side. Uh, and with Ulez's light on, um, uh, who wants to make, you know, who, who, who wants to make the investigation roll here? 
Also, I'm also still on fire. We have a lot of light this time. Perhaps. Oh yeah, you also have. Near the sewage and the methane. We did. What was it? Uh, Do we want to maybe dim it a little bit toward the methane? That's of the true. Sewage. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe not so much. Maybe I will go up. <laughs> um, I'll go check it out a little bit. I'll I'll head over to the bridge and kind of look to see what's on the other side. Sure. Give me an investigation roll. All right. That's gonna be. Hold on a second. Yeah, I was right. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can see that what is flowing through the channel looks very unhealthy. Um, it is sewage or maybe even some toxic waste or something like that coming from one of these factories or something, or, or, you know, that has, you know, been down there or something. Um, the, on the other side, uh, you can see that the landing is kind of a dead end. Uh, there, you know, it doesn't seem to be another door or a hallway. Um, but it, it is about, uh, about 10, 10 feet or, you know, like a 10 feet kind of circular landing. It is, you know, it's ground. And then in the middle of it, there is just like a big wooden board that is just kind of pressed into the ground. Hmm. Did anyone bring snacks? It's, I've established that I have granola bars in my backpack from last night. Oh, so yes. Yeah. In fact, that you have just that very thing. Yeah, here you go. Um, and I'll pass some over to the doctor. Yeah, you feel uh, packet, Doc? The granola bar I am indifferent to, but the wrapper will be an excellent way to get a sample of the sludge and hang on to it because we don't have a vial or anything like that. That isn't a thing that we thought to bring with us, but this should uh, for later analysis. You pull you the, the and then you can pinch it back together again and it'll hold it in there. It's still <laughs> Precisely. So like you try and reach down and scoop some up in the wrapper. Yes, precisely. Um, I'll eat the granola bar. (laughs) Uh, Make a coordination roll. Good, because I did feel I did feel bad about the waste. Um, All right. Oh, hey, 10. Yeah. Yeah, you mission accomplished. You managed to scoop a little up without getting any on your fingers and without falling into the toxic waste or anything like that or whatever it is. You know, Great, amazing. Um, I don't want to say it's toxic waste. It's just a mysterious substance. Um, right, we'll and, determine its toxicity at a later date. Exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, so you have got that. Um, now what? I, okay, so there... The big thing is just like that wooden plank on the other, or wooden. It's kind of like a, yeah, it's like a big, you know, let's say it's a wooden square. It's like maybe, I don't know, three, you know, three by three, like kind of a three by three, like looks like, you know, just like wooden panels that has been pressed into the ground. Um, You know, I can go investigate. I'll just hop over the bridge and go check it out. Yeah. Go for it. Don't fall in this. We haven't analyzed it. Please be safe. Yeah, I'm going to definitely ghost for this one. um, Just to, you know. Yeah. That's an excellent means of avoiding contact dermatitis. uh, You ghost out. And uh, Vion, when you ghost, um, the first thing that you see immediately is uh, um, that uh, in the tunnel behind you, uh, there is a guy, a ghost, um, and he's uh, kind of looking at the ceiling and, and, and kind of 
kind of cowering and, and, and looking up and, and, and then kind of cowering and looking up and, and, and kind of cowering and, and, and just doesn't seem to notice you or, or care about your presence at all. Um, he's wearing clothes. Um, it makes him look like uh, some kind of construction worker or sewer laborer or something like that. Um, Can I pick up an era on that clothing? Is it recent? Make an investigation. Mm, uh, that's going to be a nine. You would guess maybe 1970s, like late 70s, early 80s, something like that. Oh, that's okay. Well, mm, I'll come back to that if we have time. <laughs> yeah, and he just keeps, just, just like the la a lot of the other ghosts you've seen, like he just keeps kind of repeating himself and, you know, does not seem to notice you or care about anything else around him. You know, um, you have observed before that you are a little different than other ghosts and yeah. this seems to back that up a tiny bit. Um, but now you what, you continue over the bridge? Yeah, I will tell, you know, my team, I'll point to the area and be like, by the way, um, just so everyone knows, in case it comes up, I am seeing a ghost over there. Ah, we greet you. I'll wait there's no, yeah, there's no change from the ghost um, based on, you know, Ulez's shout. Um, Vion, you're walking across, you're staying ghosted, right? Yes. Okay. Um I won't make you roll because you are ghosted um, going across the bridge. Uh, it, you know, it cannot fall. And what is beneath you is obviously, uh, let you know, it, it is a less lesser material rating than anything you can pass through. So even if you fell, you'd be, you know, you'd be fine. It'd just go mm -hmm. right through you. So we will just say you make it to the other end of the bridge. Fine. Okay, you great. Get there and you find yourself on the landing. And uh, there is this kind of plywood plank, you know, or, or panel that has been pressed into the ground. Uh, and uh, you can see now that you are closer up. Uh, make an investigation roll. Love investigation rolls. Mm, but that die doesn't love me back. Uh, that is going to be an eight. The roll you back. can see that it looks like, you know, the, around the edges of it, that there might be some kind of hole or something beneath it. But you, you can't really tell much else. Hmm. I, I'm also going to go ahead and guess, uh, just save a little bit of time, that if I were to poke my head through, because it's wood, I could face through it, but it's dark. Uh, yeah, it would probably be dark. Um, you you want to, yeah, you like, you've, uh, poke your head through it is dark down there. Uh, well, we determined this before, so I'm going to take out my phone and turn on the flashlight and, and then phase through and then kind of look around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Make an investigation roll. All right. Be better this time, please. I love how big brain you are with your powers. They're so cool. Why? Eight. Eight. Okay. Um, what you see is what it, it looks like a hole uh, that has been purposefully dug. You can see shovel marks like all around. It is about, uh, about three feet around. Um, and uh, it goes down about, I don't know, maybe four feet. And uh, you kind of lean deeply into it and look around. And, and at the bottom, you can see uh, that there is a, like a rock, like a big flat rock that is just, you know, somebody has dug up. And when you look at the flat rock uh, very closely, you can see that there are some kind of runes carved into it. 
Okay. Ah, oh, see, if it was me, I would be able to read that. But it's Vion, and I don't know if he knows runes. Um, I'm gonna say something like runes. Uh, at least based on your investigation role, Vion does not understand. You know, it just they yeah. kind of look like you can tell that they're some kind of writing or something, but, and it's like yeah. carved right into the rock, but it's meaningless to Vion. I'm not great at reading German neck languages. Um, I am going to, I guess, then pull my head out sure. and then turn back to the team. Uh, okay. Interesting. Um, there's a big rock down here. Is it and, sentient? Uh, I don't think so. It didn't respond uh, when I poked my head down. Okay. So, um, if it is, it's playing really coy, but there's like some letters sketched onto it. And what else about? Uh, I can't recognize it. It looks ruinic. If I were to try to describe it. Could you capture an image of it on your device and then share it with us? <laughs> I should have done that. You're, yeah, that I, I, I can do that. I'm going to go ahead and phase back through and just click a few pictures. And Sure. I have learned about that. the utility of those cellular devices. That was I mean, smart. Very thing. Communication systems. Mm-hmm. Does anyone want to come over and check it out? Or do you think that just taking the pictures will be enough? Why don't you show pictures? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, cross back. Yeah, and you all see what he sees. Um, does anybody want to try and see if they can read it or if they understand it? You have to make an intelligence roll if you do. Padrax and I should. Right. Well, <laughs> I am highly motivated. Yeah, I'll use the same difficulty roll that uh, Vion faced, uh, the one that I did. This is an int. 11? 11. 7. 7. Roll 7. 7. Um, no, none of you quite recognize anything here. Um, it's just, you know, you see the same thing Vian did, a kind of a flat rock, you know, that's very dirty, that has some kind of like weird, you know, language or something carved into it. It's, you know, um, and uh, none of you, uh, none of you recognize. What do you I see. have service down here? Uh, you do not. Call, you don't even get service. Call Peter. Call Peter. Call Peter. <laughs> Yeah, there's some kind of, you know, yeah. something down here, a little interference, that, you know, it was making your your earpieces not even work great. Or... Right, right, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, well, that was that was pretty much it. Um, I didn't see anything else on the other side, so we've got that. If we can't translate it, I was just telling Ulez, but I met this... <laughs> I'm just obsessed with this kid. Um, <laughs> I can send it to my good friend Pete. Um, and uh, throw him on the case. I bet you he would be happy to dive into this mystery. Sounds good. Um, so become bad evil guy in the end because <laughs> we think he's too cool, and then he turns out out into the world. How dare you? Yeah, wow. <laughs> the librarian becoming a main character really fast. Um, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and that is what you found on this uh, end. Um. Go to the east. All right, and you head back and uh, you walk towards the east, and this is the longest of the tunnels so far. And it leads you to a kind of wide open area, maybe as big as like a you know like a professional basketball court or something. But 
you know, you, you would guess maybe it was some kind of once a holding tank for sewage or something like that. It's, you know, it's very dark. It's got brick walls and lining, uh, you know, brick columns kind of supporting it from time to time. This part is not caved in. Uh, Ulez's light kind of shines around the room and Benny's fire, but like there are so many pillars and dark corners that it kind of dances around the room and, and, and uh, you know, it, it's like, it's not like you have a super powerful, like overhead light on. It's like, you know, you were kind of looking around and, uh, and, uh, Ulez, you can hear the sound of movement somewhere off in the darkness. I might have detected more of those earthbound alligators or there was something else, Cadrax. May you assist me in this investigation? Yes, absolutely. Baton's out. Okay. Um, you walk in that Cadrax direction. Cadrax me, I'm afraid. It's very hard. Absolutely. Oh, I am so your um, So, yeah, Cadrax, you... Lead the way, uh, Ulez. You are right behind them, and uh, you walk. Uh, what is that? Okay. That might have been Jake. Uh, <laughs> been, okay, yeah. I was like, I hear somebody else's voice. What's going on? Uh, um, so someone's in the tunnel. You go walking uh, towards the darkness, and suddenly, from the dancing light, the sh- silhouette of a figure appears. And uh, as it walks towards you, you hear a voice and it says, requesting help. I am trapped on earth. This is Ulez Galley, AI serial number 85394208082, requesting help. I am trapped on earth. This is Ulez Galley, AI serial number 85394002. And it just repeats and repeats as out of the darkness steps another Ulez. And it looks... Yeah. I would run up and hug them. I step aside immediately, but turns back away. Yeah. Just genuine smile blossom. And uh, you you go to hug it, um, but... uh, or um, You go to hug them, and uh, they do not hug back. They just... um, Who are you? You are another Ulez Galley. Greetings. How Greetings. are you? Look at you. How are you? you? Are wonderful. You are wonderful. Are you lost? I came to this planet and found the grass, and I went to examine the grass, and I fell in this hole. Ah, we will help you. The grass is wonderful and terrible. There is so much of it here, and it serves very little purpose. Ah, nobody likes grass, except my principal. Ah, did you attend the same school that I did? The School Uh, of Excellence? No, I I, I attended a different school, but perhaps we had um, the same model principal. There is a great chance of that. I'm going to pull them out by their hand and, like, show them off to my friends. This is Ulez Galley. Hello. Hi. And the other Ulez looks at you and says, do you have plants for me to examine? 
I do. You possess the same prime directive as I. Yes, for plants. Do you have plants? I have, and I'm just gonna like pat around my body. I think I might have like a crumpled up leaf that I just like happen to have like. You did collect a lot from the arboretum. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they were in a bag, but like I think it's important that I just like held on to like an, a leaf of an ivy or something. It just made me feel nice. So I'll proffer that. Please examine this. And uh, Ulez takes the leaf and starts looking at it. Um, and while Ulez is examining uh, that leaf, um, from behind you, uh, you start to hear the sound of footsteps, lots of them, uh, or at least more than one set. Can we hide? Like, is there anywhere to hide in here? Uh, I mean, well, there are a lot of shadows and poles and stuff like that. You want to try, everyone want to try and hide? Is that what you're going to do? Okay. Um, make a... Let's call that uh, an intellect uh, roll. See if you were smart enough to find a place that will be concealed. And tell me what, what you get. Without any light I got uh, left. You put out your lights, okay. I'd like to put out their lights. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know they're evildoers yet, just that they're humans, and that is not a sufficient condition. Mm-hmm. I got 12. 12, okay. Yeah, now I got 12. <laughs> 12. 6. <laughs> oh, good. We might have to fight. I, Ulez? I'm not going to roll because Ulez doesn't quite understand the need to hide. They have found mm. their, the SOS and like this is, they are helping. They must stand here and provide assistance. And, and you Can two. I uh, hide? Can I like, is that? Well, you know what? Vian and Cadrax, you quickly duck into the shadows. Benny, you are trying to tell Ulez yeah. to hide, which is what keeps you from hiding successfully yeah. when four what looks like soldiers in full kind of camouflage, you know, and he- you know, heavily armed rush into the room. I would like and- to put my entire self... Ulez is smaller than me, and presumably other Ulez is the same make and model, uh... And so hopefully they're both smaller than me. So if in the dark, hopefully I can at least obscure them a little bit and I will turn around and face them and try to keep myself in between them. That's the goal here. <laughs> well, you are standing between them, but obviously, uh, you know, they can still see the Ulez. What is the plural? We'll have to work on that later. They are. Yeah. can still see them behind you. And yeah. Yeah, and uh, they come in rushing and shouting, everybody down on the ground, down on the ground, like uh, pointing guns around, covering each other, checking corners. And then I'm just in. (laughs) I remain stationary. And uh, two of of the soldiers rush uh, sort of like towards you and and, and Benny, and uh, they're down on the ground, you down on the ground. Um, It's good, it's all good. Hi, how's it going? You have five seconds to get down on the ground, and then we will open fire. Well, you're gonna do both. That's unfortunate. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna get my hand behind me to try to get Liz's to also sit down. (laughs) And then once they're both seated, I will do it too. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah. And as you comply, um, one of them pulls a radio and says, "The room is secure." And a moment later. a man who is clearly higher in rank, uh, wearing, you know, 
uh, uniform that uh, identifies him, let's say, with the symbol, if any of you know, as a major. Uh, he walks in uh, very calmly and walks up behind the soldiers, and he looks at you and... Uh, I actually uh, give him casting. Um, let's say he's uh, Paul Blackthorn. Um, if you know him, he plays Captain Lance on Arrow. Uh, and he kind of looks down and he gets close to you, Benny, and he says, uh, who are you? Benny? Who are you? And, and, he, and he points uh, to his jacket it's got uh, uh the name uh buck on it and says uh i'm major bruce buck of the united states army and you are trespassing which i assume you knew since you opened up that very secure hatch that we put over this entrance it was not particularly secure it's good it's good Ulyss. um also i just say i'm not like Vinny isn't like uh, the uh I'm unarmed. It's more of a like arms out pretend. Like this is more of a, she's taking more of a protection stance. Her arms are gonna do shit, but she's not like eh, like she's very much posturing just a little bit while complying, but just like being a little bit of a shithead. Um, uh, yeah, I don't really know. Uh, that wasn't really a question. So like, it's yeah, it's a. What's up? What's good? What? Can we go? What's up? What's good? Um, no, you cannot go. Um, take take them all into custody, and uh, the soldiers uh, sort of reach. You know, to get I don't know. If that's. Um, I don't know if we could do that today. We're a little busy. Busy doing what? Well, well we can't. We were following the SOS. There, there was a distress signal. We came to help our, our, fr- our friend got lost, and we came to help Dis- them. A distress signal. The other Ulez's arms up. Phone call. Just a phone call um, from a friend came to got lost. Came to pick them up. And the other uh, Ulez looks up at Major Buck and goes, "Do you have plants for me to examine?" And Major Buck says, "Plants." No, I don't have any plants, but uh, we're we're gonna go see him. We're gonna go get the plants, which are above ground. It'd be great. If we could do that. There is an arboretum that is open three days a week, especially on Mondays. Yeah, we've got that's our plans. We gotta go. Uh, we gotta get to the arboretum. That was the one. Thank you. In hiding, making eye contact with Benny with their baton out, like, are we going now? Uh, They understand very well. They have studied very specifically the U.S. Army um, because this was a necessary precondition uh, to their work. Uh, So they aren't going to go without visual clearance lest they miss a human contextual thing and this just get very very bad yeah but they find themselves strongly inclined to freaking go because the notion of this reunion being interrupted by human authorities is repugnant to them on a near visceral level yeah i don't know if penny genuinely thinks she can get them out of this but she's kind of stalling and hoping that someone else has an idea i think she's trying maybe she could like 
<laughs> but I, I think she's mostly just like trying to hold their attention and try to keep it away from um, the Ulez Galais and then <laughs> hoping that maybe our friends in the shadows can either get out or we can get out. She's just talking until something happens. That's kind of what she's doing. Dion, what are you up to? How many soldiers are there? There are four soldiers and, four, four, four. The, and the major. Got it. Easy. Uh, Easy. Um, okay. And our earpieces are still not working. Is that right? Uh, your earpieces uh, are staticky. Staticky. Okay. Um, I would like to, because I feel like I'm crouched kind of in the back behind maybe like a crate or something. And I'm ghosted, just to be clear. Okay. Um, I want to touch my earpiece and then just say, hey, Doc, you want to do the spider monkey maneuver again? Uh-oh. I think we lost B again. <laughs> it's a dangerous maneuver. Oh, and B is back. <laughs> Yay! Woo. Ooh, that was close. I went um, to myself and I ended the call. It's fine. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I'm just talking. I'm just talking out my ass like Benny always does, hoping that it will hold, hoping that they're planning. So I'm trying, just trying yeah, to hold attention. Two of those soldiers are trying to get the Ulezes off the ground. And, uh, and okay, that that's all, okay. Yes. <laughs> when they see the soldiers try to touch the Ulezes Galii. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not letting them touch them either. Like, it's not happening. Uh, <laughs> uh, to, to use the, the technical human term, it's on. Okay. Uh, so it's the, just in to over the communications a very tense. Now the two of you are in hiding, so you don't have to roll initiative. You get the bonus of a surprise attack if you want to initiate that way. Mm-hmm. So Cadrax, what are you doing? Uh ghosting, uh courtesy Vion Vigor, enduring intense pain, getting into the middle of the no, actually getting to the fairly far side of the room, trying to get the Ulezes, etc., out of uh, blast radius. Uh, but I am going to uh, de-ghost at that point and blast. Okay. Make your blast roll. Uh, you are targeting the major or you're targeting one of the soldiers? Uh... Actually, I should rescind that. This is the military. This is the military. This is the military. So I think of that. I charge. And I think uh, certainly the Ulezes can, with their sensors, can feel feel the shake start to pop off. Uh, I'm going to belay that. Uh, you know the really sharp, like, sheen noise that makes everyone go like, hmm? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That thing. I'm, I'm going to stun them. Oh, wow. I'm not going to get into it with the U.S. military. Like sound cannon or something? Like, okay. Um, no, we're going to smoke bomb this in effect. That's a control roll. It is. Uh, please, please. We're in an underground tunnel. Just please. Just please. <laughs> we're good. We're good on it. It, it, like, it hovered for just a moment that gave me a heart attack in my body, and then it flipped. We're good. Uh, now we roll the actual roll to see how well I do. Uh, 
I would like to uphold my oath here. Okay. Uh, so you're spending uh, uh, determination. Uh, and I'm so going that to do you that. Down to one, right? Okay. The additional. No. Uh, I was at you, uh, four down to three, three down to two, two up to three from trouble. I think you spent one last week, so you were at three down to two, two down to one. Right, one which is why I'm at three two. now and not at four. All right, I might have a right mistake in my record keeping. One but plus we'll, two plus two plus one. Yes, I, I feel exactly that. <laughs> yes. One plus two plus two plus one. Um, yeah, okay, I will take your math for it. So you say you have – that brings you to two now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, well, okay, we'll uh, deal with that later. So- and I'm using that uh, to uh, uh, apply the extra that lets it uh, AOE to all of the soldiers and not just one. Oh, okay. So like a burst rate. There's like that. Uh, yeah, there's burst. There it is. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. So um, I'm, I'm going to spend the determination on a burst attack, uh, not on the, the to hit roll. What did you get? I haven't rolled yet. Oh, you I just wanted to just, I, I felt I, I felt like we're probably supposed to spend that first, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, that definitely we should be in the habit of doing it first. All right. Uh, four plus seven, eleven. Okay. You let off this just absolutely horrific high-pitched squeal that just makes all the soldiers who were not prepared for this and had no idea that you were there suddenly just stop and they grab their heads and just like put their hands on their ears and just like everyone's like, ah! And they can't figure out what's going on. This AOE doesn't get Benny too. Uh, I don't think... Does Burst uh, do that? Especially because I was trying to get out of Radius specifically with my movement. I mean, if we want to, like, I think they were surrounding us. Like, I think if I think so like some right of them have got them coming yeah. in and you can get around. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I'll take it. Like, yeah, oh. I'll, I mean, I'll take it if that's if like if. I mean, I can spend another point of determination and see if I can basically spell sculpt. Ooh, but that's up to you. But I will. I will take the cons. I will take it. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to do help it. Help me out, but... so if it gets. If that gets in the way, mm-hmm. all good. Yeah, you're cool. You're cool. I'm good. Okay. I'll spend so you spend. Are, are you doing that or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you spend a point of determination based on what quality? Uh, I, I think this. Uh, I think this is a not. Uh, I uphold my oath. I'm trying to protect. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, that works. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll say that yeah you. you with that level of determination, you are able to sort of control your uh, blast radius a little bit or, or, you know, the burst radius a little bit. And uh, the soldiers rip their ears and just, you know, it's a horrific pain for them. Um, and uh, the two Ulez is, you know, who are right next to the soldiers. Are kind of around. Yeah. And, and are just outside of Benny. <laughs> um, Okay, they they are in pain. They are distracted at the moment. Do you want to attack? Do you want to run? Do you want what do you want to do here? I want to take the Ulezes and run. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to get them away from these guys. Okay, make a coordination roll. Uh, and Ulez, you make a coordination roll, and I'll I'll roll for Ulez too. Okay. Ulez. 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 
Is that what the second one is called? Or is that the two of them together? I only got an eight. Eight as well. I would like to assist with their exit. Ow. I would like to hop in the way between the soldiers who right now are reacting uh, to the Doc's blast and um, and the team Ulez, and I would like to chuck a smoke bomb. <gasps> oh! I was going to do that if you didn't, thank you. <laughs> Sentinel, and like if any of them are making their way towards like the entrance, I'm going to buy time. I'm ghost. I feel very confident in this moment. That's great. <laughs> Coordination. You're not worried about me. So I'm just going to stand like a goalie and any of them pass through, I'm going to do something weird and ghosty. <laughs> Make a coordination roll. Uh, pardon? Make a coordination roll to throw the okay. smoke bomb. Here we go. Come on, coordination. Here's do something good. In here, I thought Ulez were the keepers. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... I got five. Can I put sleight of hand on this? Yeah. Uh, great. So that's a six. Six. Um... Okay, you you get close enough. The smoke burst uh, lands near the soldiers. It's not quite as on target as you had hoped, but they are um, surrounded by smoke for the moment. Uh, the Ulezes, you may, uh, and Benny, you, with the help from that, can get onto your feet and quickly pass the soldiers who are now covered in smoke and, you know, being absolutely, you know, just, you know, Myrtleized by this high-pitched scream. Um, now, what are the four of you doing? Are you running or are you... Yeah, you're running. That's what's going on. Okay. Um, you... You're extracting the asset and towing. <laughs> you absolutely book... Uh, this was a great escape. You, you absolutely book your way down this tunnel. Uh, and um, you get back to... Uh, the ladder that you first climbed down. And uh, you look up, daylight above you. Um, who's first up the ladder? Mm. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I was probably like pushed to the front and I will put two Les um, before me so they can go up and then I'll follow them. And the two Les looks at the ladder. Is, are, are there plants up there? There yep. will be. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> but he's going to be a little bit of a pushy here. <laughs> and, and Tula's uh, makes their way up uh, the ladder. Um, and uh, who's next? Oh, I mean, I'll follow them. Okay. You uh, follow. Um, times it. Okay. I'm not going to make you make coordination rolls for this. Uh, Ulez, you go up and uh, disappear up. Who's next? I was pushing them, so probably me. All right. Benny, you also make it up. But Vion and Cadrex, you can hear footsteps coming up behind you and you see the soldiers, uh, two soldiers uh, that are raising guns uh, and sort of uh, stop, freeze, freeze, stop right there. Ghost, now. I put my hand on Doc's shoulder, we ghost. (laughs) All right, Um, you ghost out. Uh, They are still running towards you, but you head up the ladder ghosted. Is that the deal? Up. You know, why not use the gas-powered grappling hook? (laughs) This is the time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Make a coordination roll, Cadrex. All right. Oh, my God, the grappling hook. 
It's so perfect. I thought we were using it to cross the bridge thing, but then we yeah. got it all covered. Uh, that's an eight. That's that's better than average for me. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that that gets it done. Um, the, those are the spirit of Mabel Pines helps you um, uh, shoot uh, the the grappling hook, uh, and uh, you hold on to Vion and sort of Batman style, just pull it through a tractor and just shoot right up, and uh, the military guy sort of just like whoa, watching you disappear. Uh, and you join your friends up at the top, uh, and you find yourself uh, inside that, you know, tent. We're running. <laughs> All right. You burst out the tent door and stop, oh. as you can suddenly see the entire lot is oh. surrounded by military. There are jeeps. There must be 50 soldiers who are all surrounding this tent. Helicopters circling overhead. I lean to Benny. I've got the ones on the left. <laughs> got it. <laughs> and uh, Major Buck climbs out of the hole behind you. And I think we're done here, right? You're done running now. We can talk or something. I have to take you all into custody. You trespassed on government property. You have my person. You have my friend. You have my people. You cannot trespass upon what is not yours. Frankly, we had our, our reasons for sealing the hole. We do not know if you and your people are dangerous or what your intent is. Our prime directive is simple. I will list it out to you. I can provide documentation. Um, placing the five of you in the custody. Did you want to say something? I was going to say, while Ulyss was talking to him, I like. I think Benny leans over to like uh, Cadrax and Vianna and be like, I mean, we could all walk out of here. But they've seen our faces, so I don't know what that means for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey. How about that rock? <laughs> I'm just going to bowl this one right down the middle lane here. <laughs> that rock? You tell... <laughs> okay. You're telling me that the United States government sealed up all these tunnels and you didn't see the rock down there? I have to place all five of you under arrest. Are you going to come with me peacefully? You know, you can bring us in, and this is going to be a whole thing, but quite honestly, it seems like you don't even know what you're dealing with. Well, do I want to talk about it back at the base. Oh, sorry. Do, do you, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can arrest us, and that's an entire legal matter right there, and we've got a lawyer that we can totally pull into this, but... I don't see why we have to be at odds with each other. I think we're kind of in for the same thing. We Make can power roll. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Four. Okay, here we go. Oh, also, I've got performance. Can I throw that on top? Yeah. Great. There's one hell of performance. Can I roll? Yeah. I love moving my keyboard and seeing a six. Uh, that's going to be 11. <laughs> Eleven. Okay, that's really good. But this guy is a U.S. Army major who uh, is the head of obviously a very important unit. So he, well, 
I, I don't want to get involved with lawyers, but um, I have to do my duty. Can you please come with me? I prefer that this didn't have to get pushy. I'm going to hold my little two les, like hold their hand closer to mine. Let's pull them in. Can you guarantee that we're not going to get split up? That's not up to me, but I guarantee that I will make that my recommendation. I look at everyone kind of like, a, I don't know how the hell to get out of this. Like, <laughs> Hadrex looks like a cornered animal that's ready to fight. Uh, I think probably anyone at this point can feel at least, you know, the hang on, is there an earthquake happening or mm-hmm. am I just getting some vertigo kind of feeling right now? Uh, you know, I, I would like to turn to everyone, but especially <laughs> to the doc and, and just say, you know, you know, it, it wouldn't be bad to give some answers from our end and some explanations and maybe in return receive some information about this site. Cause clearly these folks don't know exactly what they're sitting on and it's a pretty big deal. And I, that uh, obviously as I'm shooting over to, uh, <laughs> to our friend from the military, um, this might be a great opportunity for us to get some information. I will not part with Ulaz. That's not going to happen. They are new. They are not well-versed to this, t- this planet. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I promise you on that. And I turn back. We're, well, yeah, we'll go with you, but let's just take it real easy. I agree. Let's take it real easy. And uh, he reaches back and pulls out like a set of handcuffs. Who's first? Kadrax steps forward. Pardon? Kadrax steps forward. Kadrax, he walks behind you and he takes one of your arms and he starts to lock the cuff around it and he takes the other one and he locks the cuff around it and the other soldiers sort of split up and start cuffing the rest of you and they lead you I will tell them that we are a non-violent species and traditionally we possess no violent means. Please do not cuff us. Uh, I don't make the procedures. I have to do my duty, and I am sorry. But he he has you all cuffed, and uh, under very heavy guard, guns drawn, you are marched toward the street. And as you are walking towards the street, um, you see a car pull up in front of the lot, and it is just kind of an average-looking barred sedan, and uh, it stops, and after a second, the door opens, and uh, Helen Marin, <laughs> a guy gets out, and uh, he's a friendly-looking guy. Um, if, he, if he was an actor, if we were casting him, I would say he's uh, John Krasinski, and uh, hmm. he, uh, you know. Kind of straightens his suit jacket a little bit, tucks in his shirt, and he he uh, he, he 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 walks up uh, toward the edge of the land, uh, toward the lot, and uh, the, the military guys kind of rush to stop him, and he reaches into his jacket and he kind of flashes some credentials at them, and they part for him, and uh, he very calmly walks onto the lot, and uh, he waves at Major Buck, and Major Buck looks at him, and walks over to him, and. 
he flashes his credentials at Major Buck. And you can't hear what they're saying, but they, they talk for two seconds. And then Major Buck nods and he turns to his troops and he makes this kind of symbol, you know, signal with his hand. And suddenly, like, the helicopters fly off. The jeeps all start up and the soldiers just run right back to their, you know, their jeeps. And within, like, 60 seconds, the lot is clear. The soldiers disappear, just leaving you alone with this guy. Uh, and, and he walks over to you and, uh, he's, oh, sorry about that. I hate those guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Can we get out of these cuffs? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think and he starts uh, feeling around for it in his pockets and he pulls out a key and he, and he walks over to Cadrax and he starts uh, undoing the cuffs and he turns to, uh, turns to the rest of you and one by one the cuffs come off and he just kind of pitches them on the ground and then he says um my name is steve and uh i think we need to talk we greet on you. that you you greet him and on and on that greeting uh we're gonna bring this episode to a close okay i hate him 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 so first of all folks uh we have the after credit lore drop thank you for overlooking that but we have the big announcement that comes even after the after credits lore drop uh so nobody go away um and uh let's see how what we got all right so let's go around the table and tell the good people where they could find you starting with um uh caitlin bruder Hi, I'm Caitlin Bruder. Um, I am on Twitter at KKAMABR. You can find out everything I'm doing there. Um, on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, I'm over on twitch.tv slash rule of lore playing Infinite Horizon, which is our homebrew sci-fi superhero spacefaring cipher game. It's a good time. I play a little alien. She's got four arms. And that's that's all I got going on. Uh, Omar Najam. Uh, hey, I'm Omar Najam. You can find me at Omar Najam on Twitter. I just posted some videos of walking in the rain in a giant garden if you want like two minutes of calm. So go check those out. Yes. And uh, also, if you like RPG podcasts, thank you for requesting. Check it out anywhere podcasts are available. It's pretty much closed, although we have two episodes I should finish at some point that were just a bonus thing. But it's just a fun little. It started in a January and it goes for the whole year and each month has like a different town you visit. So it's a fun little thing. Sam DeLev. I'm aforementioned Sam DeLev, and when I am not being this particular alien, I'm extremely human all of the time, absolutely. Uh, you can catch me doing that thing, yes, for sure, uh, on Twitch and throughout the internet. So my schedule is available on my personal Twitch page, twitch.tv slash DeLevely, D-E-L-E-V-E-L-Y, and on Twitter at Tchaikovsky, C-H-A-I-K-O-V-S-K-Y. Zelda. What's up, what's up? My name is B. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. Add an extra underscore to that towards the end if you want to follow me on Instagram. I'm a podcaster. I'm a member of the Broadswords, an all-woman, non-binary actual play podcast uh, that releases episodes every other Monday. Um, on Tuesdays, you can catch me on the official Roll20 channel where I stream Indie Showcase, where we demo some fabulous indie games. This Tuesday, we're going to be playing Descent into Midnight with a cool guest, just some guy named Mark Mir who does some video game stuff. I don't know. 
have you heard of him? I don't really know. Um, after that, uh, early Sundays, I am on the Kobold Press channel where I play a fabulously dressed minotaur who only only desires gold and riches and just they really want to deck out their labyrinth so it can get appeared on the HGTV channel um and then after that you can find me here or i'm ulez not too les <laughs> um yeah and i'm rick bud you can find me on twitter and instagram at rbud913 or you can follow the show at powerplay rpg and um i will be back here uh next week with these uh fine people um and with that let's get uh to our after credit word drop the theater goes dark and we are in berlin 1945 we are in a german army a nazi bunker and a team of SS officers sit around a conference table. They look very nervous, but nobody says anything. Finally, door opens, and someone who is clearly a commander walks through the room. He's got a chest full of medals, and if he was an actor, I would say he's uh, Tim Roth. And uh, the others leap to their feet to salute him, and uh, they all exchange their requisite sea hiles, and uh, uh, then they all sit down again. And uh, he says, uh, gentlemen, the Americans and their allies are moving in, and I am afraid our Führer's time, and indeed, our whole way of life might soon be at an end. The officers nod in sort of nervous assent. If we are to prevail, we must use our ultimate weapon now. And the officers kind of murmur in confusion at each other. And then one says, what ultimate weapon? We have been informed of no such thing. And the commander smirks at him. I know you haven't, but the allied powers have. And they will be coming for it. And his smirk grows into an evil grin as we cut to black. But I promised you a big announcement. Well, here it is. You get to find out what happens with this lore drop next week because on Sunday, January 31st, one week from tonight, we are headed back to Nazi Germany during World War II for a special four-hour power play charity extravaganza called Operation Nazi Puncher. Uh, we will be raising money for the Southern Poverty Law Center, and because the only thing that is better than four superheroes punching Nazis is five superheroes punching Nazis, uh, we're not going alone. Uh, we've invited a very special guest to come join the fun, so the legendary Darren DePaul is going to be joining up to come help us punch some fucking Nazis. Uh Look for the official announcement tomorrow at PowerPlay RPG. Please help us spread the word. And uh, we will see you here next week uh, for Operation Nazi Puncher. Thanks for playing with us. Oh, hey, it's B Zelda. And if you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your reviews help other fans find the show. And that really helps us out, too. If you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, you can give us a follow on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. That way you can get some news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else that we do.